0: I no, of course, that you're out of your jurisdiction. Personally, I think you're a video. But that's the evidence in the car! But I was going to Toshi Station to pick up
1: some power converters.
0: Always oh, like to keep my audience riveted. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, friends and fiends, and welcome to Free Range see the podcast about everything, but mostly just the stuff we like. Everyone has something they're looking forward to, whether it's a weekend getaway, an upcoming celebration, or just getting the family out of your house after the holidays and getting back to your life as you know without Uncle Jethro clogging the toilet every other morning because he refuses to eat any kind of fiber whatsoever. Which is why the last couple weeks have been so full of most anticipated lists for 2023, most prominently for movies. Well, we're here to balance out that equation and delve into that other segment of the movie release schedule. All the crap that'll be clogging up the theaters that would have been better off having never existed you know, sort of like Uncle Jethro. So buckle up for some crappy cinema as we count down our least anticipated movies of 2023. I am your Uncle Todd, and with me, as always, is the man who once ate 50 eggs and one sitting out of sheer boredom and is still picking shells out of his teeth. He has been my partner in ADC for over two decades and a refined fan of the fine films of WWE superstars. I give you the man they call Tim.
1: Greetings and salutations, my friend. A happy 2023 new year to you, sir. And to you as well sir. And I I believe the Marine part
0: 83 will be coming out later this year, (laughs) uh,
1: starting Kofi Kingston. I think. (laughs) Excellent. Probably highlighting his jumping skills and ability to, you know, kind of stay on top of certain objects and not fall on the floor like he has done in many a Royal Rumble. The Marine parkour,
0: you know. <laughs> there we go. Yes.
1: There you there you go,
0: sir. No weapon. Just like bouncing off of walls and crap. It'll be, That's right. It'll be, you know what? We've actually just written a better movie than any of those movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> co-starring john morrison who also was doing parkour at some point uh during his wwe stint so yeah
0: i'm, I'm pretty sure he's available i don't think he's up to much these days no i don't think he is either and, and actually with all the people that wwe has resigned since vince has been gone do you think that he's just sort of like hey did did y'all forget about me <laughs> <laughs> i'm over here did you lose my number oh boy oh dear. well we've got a whole bunch of movies to talk about uh, that we are not looking forward to in the least but before we get to that we need it's been a little while here i guess we probably should have let people know that we were going to take a few weeks off at the end of the year um w- instead of just disappearing off the face of the earth like <laughs> we just pulled a jimmy hoffa and just just disappeared completely for a while uh,
1: it was the holidays we had to yeah. take a breather Yes,
0: yes, indeed, and uh, I chose to use that breather to drink nothing but eggnog and bourbon, so it's (laughs) it's been great, and uh, I now need a blood change like Keith Richards. (laughs) 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 But before we get into the main topic at hand, we have to delve into a little thing that we like to call the Week in Geek. The Week in Geek.
1: So
0: funky. What have you got for us this episode, sir?
1: Uh, well, a couple of uh, kind of housekeeping items uh, before we uh, delve into a couple of uh, week and geek uh, level stories. Uh, first of all, uh, as, as you just mentioned, sir, we're coming back from the holidays, but mm-hmm. I, I thought it apropos, and it does fit into the week and geek mantra uh, theme, if you will. Uh, if we just touch briefly on uh, a little gift exchange that happened between the uh, between Uncle Todd and the man they call Tim uh, yes. for for Christmas, uh, and so I thought. I would which just didn't touch involve on, any liquor. I want to just stay. Yeah, I, it's kind
0: of remarkable for us,
1: absolutely. Uh, you know, very thoughtful gifts. Uh, and and uh, so yeah, so I, I, I mean, I, I will start. And 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 Uncle Todd, uh, was kind enough to send me a uh, ugly Christmas sweater that is uh, but but so so beautiful. Ugly. And, ugly that thing is gorgeous sir. well it is gorgeous uh, because it, it it basically uh front and center right there the the macho man randy savage in all his glory from the 1980s holding a little cream cup and uh with with blazed across the 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 upper part of of the sweater cream of the crop yes oh yeah
0: uh, <laughs> I, I saw that and it's one of the only times i've ever i've seen an ad come up on facebook where i was like yes i'm getting this yes i'm <laughs> Totally going mess to mess up my algorithm by clicking on this link, but I totally oh, wow.
1: need to get this. Well, thank you, sir. It, it was, and it was great. Like, uh, the, the next day after, so after it arrived at the house, the next day I went for, uh, my, my, my holiday trim at the local barber shop, and I was talking to my, uh, my, my barber and those guys there have, have talked about pro wrestling in the past. And so I shared with him, uh, that, that this gift had been uh, sent to me and, and he was like, Oh, that's great. He's like, so, so when, when, when are you going to wear it? When, where are you going to sport it? And I'm like, I looked at him like, I should have wore it today. And he's like, you should have. I'm thinking that myself. Like, how did you miss this opportunity? Well, I know for next year when I go in for the holiday trim, I will wear that and be. What do you mean mean? next? Next? You only get one haircut per year? You're
0: not going to go back there?
1: It's you know it's a it's a winter you know clothing item. So. What all of a sudden now it's springtime in Chicago at the beginning of January? <laughs> well, I wouldn't exactly say that after we had our oh my little god, cold it's snap.
0: Like negative fifty right now. You need all the you need to be wearing every layer uh, of clothing that you have.
1: Yeah, basically, basically. Walk yeah, out maybe like a Michelin wear. Wear. I don't know. I don't know. i have, have to. It's not just a Christmas one. sweater. That is a that is a fine evening wear for all year round. <laughs> oh, good god. Fine. Yeah, I walk into a restaurant around here wearing that. I'm going to get thrown out. It's like, you don't serve their kind here. No, you won't get thrown out until all of a
0: sudden you start cutting a promo in the middle of the dessert court after your two two shots at
1: Koval. Like it or don't like it. Learn to love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I got
0: to tell you this before you, before I forget. So uh, me and the fam went to a, uh, a, uh, a hockey game uh, last night. Yes, last night, uh, and so in here in in Maine we have the Maine Mariners, uh, which is wow. really cool. That is actually the it's a semi pro, it's the name of the semi pro hockey team that was there when I was growing up, and my my mm. father used to take me all these games. So when they brought the hockey team back, I was it was really exciting that they they went with the old name. Anyways, after every goal, the guy reads off you know goals scored by uh, you know blah 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 assisted by blah 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 at whatever. And, and then he repeats it and then at the end of it he has a woo i'm like <laughs> i totally seriously? forgot the rick flair woo and then the crowd repeats the woo back i was like oh that's awesome it's glorious that I was is like, awesome oh, oh that is beautiful oh. anyways carry on sir
1: so uh, yeah, so I I just wanted to uh, just say thank you, sir. Appreciate the thought. You for, are welcome for the gift, and and then I uh, I in turn had uh, a couple items shipped out to you, sir. Yes, which was very
0: exciting because uh, they came separately. So I I was <laughs> and I spoiled one of them, so <laughs> which was cool. That was actually I was so I got this lovely uh, lovely t shirt with a uh, with a with a nice design that features uh, the admiral. Ah um, uh, yes, Admiral Adama. And, uh, you know, so say we all on the shirt. I've, I've actually, I think I've worn that now twice since I've gotten it. And, nice. uh, I was all, I was all excited by that. I was like, sweet. That's great. And you're like, yeah, you can enjoy the mug too. I'm like, there's a mug. Awesome. <laughs> I've got something else to look forward to. I'm a very simple creature is what this comes down to. <laughs> and then I got the, the mug, which, uh, you know, it has a, has a picture of a viper on it and says nothing but the rain. And I was like, nice. Yes. So I've I've and I've used that several times since then because nice. you know nice. coffee is always on the menu here uh, at uh, at Uncle Todd's abode. Mm.
1: <laughs> always, absolutely,
0: yeah, absolutely. Most Connoisseur of, the time,
1: of of the grounds.
0: Uh, it's mostly medicinal, really. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like you know people say you know you can live without coffee. I'm like yeah, but you might not make it if I don't have some. Yes. Is. Not not a good not a me without coffee. I'm not I'm not that a good of a person anyways, but me mm. without coffee is even worse. Yeah. Just imagine that. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> likewise.
1: So uh, that is the the holiday uh, gift exchange. Uh, also, the not uh, so ho-
0: secret Santa program here. Yes, at Free the Range not Ridge so DC.
1: secret Santa program. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. Um, and the, uh, uh, the the you know the other item, a, a future episode, if you will. Uh, uh-huh. Pleasantly surprised by a Christmas story, uh, Christmas, uh, which was the yeah. follow up. And uh, I, I don't know if you've seen it yet, sir. I and, did. And- I, we watched it. Nice.
0: I think that we watched that Christmas Eve or we watched it Christmas night. One of those two.
1: Did you concur with my thoughts on uh, the it, it being a quality flick? Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a very nice story. Nice.
0: Um, you know, I thought it was very well done. It was note perfect. It felt like a good continuation of the original. Mm-hmm. Um I appreciate a lot of the little nods in there, um, yep. especially like you go into Flick's bar and they have the sign above the the bar, you know, in God, we trust all others pay cash, which was the title <laughs> of the book that the original movie was based off of. Ah, I did which, not catch that. Which is, I was just like, hey, that's kind of cool. And I, I mean, I missed, mm-hmm. um, I think the guy's name was Gene Shepard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I missed I missed his voiceover, um, you know, uh, Peter Billingsley, Ralphie boy, uh, you know, he did he did a fair job, but it just wasn't the same. But I mean, it, the, I've grown up with listening to the narration in a Christmas story. So it's it's a little tough to top that, you know, Yeah. but I thought it was really good. And I mean, I was not quite ready for, you know, kind of the the, uh, you know, the gut punch of the story. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but I thought it was very well done. Very well done.
1: Yeah, I mean, as as uh, and 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 we'll we'll definitely hit on this hopefully in a, in a future episode soon. But um, as sequels go, and and maybe sequel isn't the right term for this, but but as a follow on, you know, a a with connective tissue to the original. Um. Really surprised. Just yeah. really surprised at, you know, not not that it's going to supplant it, and not that it's going to have the same sort of you know cultural zeitgeisty sort of effect that that the original has had you know since it's you know kind of uh, soaked you know in into the culture over the last several decades but but to your point a lot of nods and and but but a lot of heart to it you know what i mean like a, oh, yeah. a lot, a lot more heart, heart to it than i was expecting and yeah. and done in a sensible and and and, and, and this is where sequels go off the rails sometimes, not a lot of trying to retread or redo gimmicks from the first one. There, there, there was a little bit of it, but it was done differently enough that you don't feel like they were just trying to repeat and, and, and I will use this as an example Blues Brothers 2000 mm-hmm.
0: um, where,
1: where you literally are trying to redo certain things mm-hmm. um, from from the original and so I yeah I, I was just pleasantly surprised by the whole thing and was was like wow that's well done to all involved and and I, th- I think they did a, a really um, you know when you, when, when you hear some of the background of, of the years that have gone into getting this to a place where it was even made, um you know Peter Billingsley I saw him on a couple of interviews talking about how how it's it's been many years in the making and but also wanting to do it the right treatment and the right you know have the right story with the right you know kind of message and heart to it and and I think they knocked it out of the park so yeah um, so yeah so that was a pleasant surprise my friend as 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 we all well know uh uh You know, as Uncle Todd and I have talked in past episodes, big fan of the old man and all involved in the original. And so. uh, So, yeah. So I I, I just thought we'd we'd mention that and try to have a little follow up on on what what makes a good sequel a good sequel. Yeah. And and also
0: the one I will say not to because I don't want to get, you know, accused of just blowing sunshine here.
1: One nit I have to pick. Mm -hmm. No battle with the furnace. Yeah, that is true. We do not hear Ralphie uh, go downstairs and, you know, I mean, that. we had the bumpus hounds. We even got to meet one of the bumpuses, but no,
0: no furnace battle, which I was a yep. little disappointed by. I was like, they even had the fuse blow, all the, all the
1: little things, but I'm like, come on, that would have been like, although I kind of feel like the car radiator was maybe the stand in for that with the, with the Midwest souffle and all that. Good stuff. True, stuff. It's pretty funny. True. That was good. That was but, good. But, but, it, but to your point, it, 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 it you know, it it was not a replacement for it. It was just no. uh, maybe a different different angle. So, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, as we look, as as we put the holidays in the rearview mirror, uh, the man they call Tim, not Uncle Todd. Uh, once again, uh, engaging in fantasy football this year.
0: Uh, uh, I can't even tell you how good it makes me feel. The fact that I have nothing, nothing to contribute to this. I can't even tell you how light I, I feel without well, this dragging down my life over and, the past. I don't know how many weeks. And, oh, it's glorious.
1: And uncle Todd will, will be, uh, that, that, that decision will once again be affirmed, uh, as, as I share just a little bit from, from our playoffs. Uh, I, I have, uh, not had a great season i'm i'm in fifth place out of eight teams uh but i qualify because we take the top six and uh i have basically had a cinderella story type run uh through the playoffs uh with uh, in other words lucky as hell let's just let's just put it that way indeed indeed and you know the one of the reasons i i bring this up is because um as uh, as Uncle Todd has uh, has mentioned in the past, uh, during the quarterfinals, the me being the fifth place team was taking on the first place team. Oh, sorry, in the semifinals last week, and um, my opponent, who has had a phenomenal season, I believe. Let me just check the record here. They are they were thirteen and two. Uh, I, I I upset them. Uh, they they had one of those weeks where uh, play you know players went. You know, either went down uh, or or d- didn't perform to projections or or that sort of thing. And I had some players that way overperformed, uh, and so I advanced to uh, today's finals. And I am actually in position uh, to be crowned champion for a fourth or fifth time uh, of fantasy football. So, well, congratulations
0: um, on winning your fake football tournament! I, thank you. I know thank your you. team is very proud of you. Absolutely. And that I know that your your wife is extraordinarily happy with, you know, the choices that she's made in her life.
1: To get I to plan to take point. a victory lap around the neighborhood, uh, complete with air horn, you know. Wearing,
0: uh, wearing his macho man sweater and nothing else. What? Cream of the crop. <laughs> like, How come he's not wearing any pants? I've heard <laughs> <tries." laughs> rises to the top. (laughs) He should have done this on a warmer day, don't you think?
1: Oh, gosh. It was
0: not terribly flattering, but hey, he's having fun. But yes.
1: But I, I, I just thought I'd share with you that I have had great success executing the very thing that drives you absolutely insane with fantasy football, which is that that just just the absolute crazy nature of it and and how uh you can do really well all season and have it completely upended so hey
0: you know what i'm not i don't have a dog in the fight so congratulations sir may you uh may you reign may you this begin beginning of a dynasty for you
1: thank you thank you and uh just a question for you yeah you gonna play next season (laughs) no
0: i tried no, I my life has improved Im- immeasurably oh, since making Lord. that decision last year. Oh, I feel so. I feel lighter. Right. I feel lighter. All right.
1: Well, this next one, uh, let's get in, kind of back to business. Uh, enough housekeeping uh, from from the free range here. But Ahsoka, which I'm trying to remember, when is Ahsoka coming out? Because good question. I was just thinking that myself.
0: Let me look that up.
1: Uh, Oh, it looks like it it will be this year. I don't know if you can kind of nail down when this year, but Um, it looks like it will be this year. There's no official release date
0: for Ahsoka at the moment. Expected the show will debut in 2023, with rumors suggesting that it will begin in late 2023, as The Mandalorian Season 3 will be taking the early slot for Star Wars content on Disney+, Plus. thus according to space.com, I think.
1: Sure. Ah, yes. Purveyors of all that is true and factual. Yeah. Uh, This one is from CBR.com and basically uh, touches on uh, a couple more names that are being dropped. Uh, Ray Stevenson uh, from Punisher Warzone and Vikings and Ivana Sakano from Pacific Rim Uprising. Uh, will be portraying a couple of villains uh, in, in the Ahsoka series. Uh, So Ray Stevenson uh, is rumored uh, to be playing a character named Balon uh, and Balon will be working for grand Admiral Thrawn, which uh, just warms my heart to just seek confirmation that the grand Admiral will be a part of this uh, live Mm -hmm. action series uh, in the flesh. And, and I am very much looking forward to his portrayal Um, also little, uh, little teaser uh we will be having a a book club of sorts with jimmy Dice yes. in the next uh, month or so here with the uh second thrawn trilogy um, actually
0: i we... need to get his book back to him so he can he can read it,
1: <laughs> wait it. A minute. <laughs> you
0: took his book <laughs> i couldn't my library only had the first two books so i had to i was like where am i going to get this book i, I don't oh, know, good where Lord. am i going to oh wait i know where i'm going to get the book i'm going to go to the <laughs> jimmy dice star wars library and check it out of there Oh my and, and go figure
1: he had it you know of course of course um i think he uh i i think he mentioned on there on the scruffy's last episode he's listening to the audio book oh. i think which okay i actually want to hear from him how he likes that because i could totally see that being a very entertaining listen uh given the dialogue and back and forth that happens during certain parts of those books so true yeah um, but yeah, so Stevenson will be playing Balon. Uh, he's described as a former Jedi who survived Order 66 before fleeing to what is in quotes called the New Beyond, where the Ahsoka series reportedly takes place. Uh, Balon, uh, let me see, apparently tried to maintain his Jedi lifestyle, but was corrupted over time, embraced the dark side, possibly due to the influence of, uh, do you remember the characters, the Night Sisters from Clone Wars? Mm, no. I, th- I think I'm having that right. There, I thought there was a collection of like Sith... They're almost like witches. Um, Didn't they show up in Rebels as well? They might have. Yes. Yes. So anyway, so (laughs) Balon will be uh, one of the bad guys uh, for that. And then for, um, what was her name? Let me look it up. Ivana Sakano, which is... Interesting, because it sounds like Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano.
0: Um, yeah, and actually, I, I know that I, I know that I groaned when her when her name came out. It was not because of the actor; it was because of the movie that you quoted, Pacific Rim oh. Uprising, which is an abomination oh. of a movie.
1: <laughs> oh, is it? Oh dear. Oh, it's terrible. It is oh, so dear. terrible. Oh
0: my gosh! It. Ugh. Interesting. Ugh. Makes, well, it, it she, makes It makes a Christmas story, too, look like Citizen Kane.
1: Ah, very nice. Very nice. Uh, but she will play uh, Shin, uh, Balin's apprentice and assassin, whom making Star Wars uh, speculates might be a former night sister herself. She's described mm-hmm. as being cold calculating, desperate to prove herself to Balon. And due to her and Balon's association with Thrawn, Shin is apparently tasked with killing Ahsoka Tano, potentially setting up a larger conflict between Ahsoka and Balon himself if she can't get the job done. So um, I'm trying to think, and I think that's the extent of it. So it was just, and it's a reminder that Lars Milkinson uh, who has been doing, I believe the voice of Thrawn during rebels uh, may, or is most likely going to be playing the live incarnation of him. So, so some interesting news on the villain front sounds, uh, you know, some, some similarities to Kenobi a little bit, uh, with, you know, having a Jedi from order, you know, from, from the time of the great purge, uh, you know, basically fall to the dark side and, and be corrupted and now be the, uh, the antagonist here or one of the antagonists. So, um, what are your thoughts, sir? Um, I'm not that crazy
0: about that angle on it. But, I, I'm, again, it's all going to be in the execution. I, I think that I have a little bit more faith that this will be executed a bit better. Uh, for whatever mm. reason, Kenobi, to me, as much as it was, as much as I kind of liked it, it's one of those things I, I can't see myself ever rewatching. Mm. And I felt like it was one of those deals where it, it's the rare thing where it's like, nah, eh, this probably would have been a better, a better movie than a series because I don't think there was enough meat on the bone there. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's probably a little bit of the, you know, bad taste I'm getting from the the similarity there. But sounds interesting. I, I mean, hey, I'll watch it. Who am I kidding? Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I can't wait to see uh, Thrawn in in live action. Can't wait to see more of uh, Rosario as as Ahsoka. I mean,
1: she was yeah so good. Oh, yeah, so good. Uh, yeah, and I'm just I I just want more of that. So um, in I'm general, in no I'm... matter what. I'm, I'm kind of curious from the original Tron, uh, Tron, sorry, the original Tron trilogy. Well, I mean, uh, Tron
0: too. I mean, maybe he'll show up. It's a Disney property, so who it knows? It could,
1: could be. Oh, can um, you imagine light cycles and Star Wars? Oh, that'd be so cool. Well, they kind of have the speeder bikes, but not, not quite the same. True true uh but heir to the empire uh that 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 sequence of books um i am curious if we're going to start seeing some of the threads from that get pulled into ahsoka or not um unclear um or ahsoka may be a precursor into some telling of those stories so we'll have to kind of see how that plays out but like i said i'm i'm just thrilled that we're gonna get the grand admiral as you know a part of the canon officially and b uh have a live you know kind of representation of him as opposed to an animated one so uh and and hopefully whoever plays him does justice and uh and my goodness i think people will be blown away about uh when when they see an imperial who actually can uh, play around a chess in a fairly intelligent manner so
0: Oh well, at this point finding an imperial who can tie their shoes without you know barfing on them would be an accomplishment..
1: <laughs> oh, oh there are four li- never mind. All
0: right wrong 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 for like T but- Justice said you know
1: that's right. If he that's can right. get up and take a pee in the morning, I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then our, uh, our next one is from uh, screenrand.com. Uh, purveyors of all that is true and factual. Yes. Um, and here, uh, what's interesting in, in this one is uh, some speculation around, uh, or just an MCU theory around Scarlet Witch. Speculation
0: um, on screenrant.com? The I know. The hell you
1: say? I... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so most of these sites are, you know what's going to happen, this. Of course, nothing has been reported. Ah!
1: How dare I sully the good name. I know. Uh, but uh, just talking about how Scarlet Witch may have... Um, a, a big impact and uh, maybe have a big role in what is viewed as the end of phase six, which will uh, of the multiversal saga that's starting mm-hmm. out now with uh, Ant-Man quantum mania, uh, which will be Avengers secret wars and kind of gets into a little bit of uh, the background um, on that and why uh, she could end up playing um, such a major role. Um, some of the, uh, Information in in the article talks a little bit about, um, you know, based on what she did in uh, the multiverse of madness, uh, that you know she may have, um, you know, through the, her actions and and ultimately the way she kind of you know seemingly destroys herself uh, at, at the end, um, but. Potentially starts to carry out the prophecy that was made in WandaVision where um, she was foretold as either, you know, ruling or destroying the multiverse, Um, you know, so so just kind of like, basically, what I think the article is trying to get at is with the amount of power that she has, uh, that she has kind of taken herself off the board, but there may be. You know some some of her coming back and and kind of basically being the one who kind of ends what has started um, and speculating that you know with her death in Multiverse of Madness that may have caused the first incursion or, or one of the massive incursions that are starting to ripple kind of through the multiverses. So um, so anyways, uh, I've been babbling on a little bit. What, what about you, sir? Uh, thoughts on this? I don't
0: know. I mean, at this point, I've I'm so. I feel so friggin' uh, like um, just snake bitten by it. every time we're like, "This is the multiverse thing. This is what's gonna happen." This and it never does. So I I I refuse to engage in any more talk about what is going to be like the big inciting incident for the multiverse, or or what is or what has been, or anything. I give up. I give up. I can't keep it straight anymore. I feel like I'm in, I feel almost feel like I'm at the same point where I was with fantasy football. I know I'm going to lose. So I quit, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's interesting. I mean, I, I, the feeling I got was okay. You know, sort of like a retirement match in wrestling like, Oh yeah. Okay. So you're retired now using my air quotes. Uh, You know, okay. Scarlet, which is dead now. Okay. Yeah. I don't believe that's the case, you know? So yeah, Yeah. we're coming back. It makes sense from a story point of view, but I think my, my prediction of Marvel events is hovering somewhere around Bob Uecker's lifetime batting average. (laughs) You know, just so a bit outside. I, I I really am not the person to be speculating on this, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's interesting. I like the idea for sure. And,
1: and just to clarify, uh, as those who had watched the Multiverse of Madness may recall, because um, I've forgotten about this, Wanda's uh, kind of heroic redemption at the end was destroying every version of the Darkhold in every reality, and this may be the thing. Uh, that causes what I mentioned earlier, the, the incursions, um, because of the, the destruction of it. So the thought is when Secret Wars happens, it may be uh, her coming back to kind of fully redeem herself and, and establish herself as, um, as this article calls it, a nexus being who will rule the multiverse. So I don't know if that means she becomes a stand-in for the, you know, he who remains, or if she becomes some other being altogether that somehow manages... Uh, all these different realities and and you know brings balance, if you will. So she's going to become an angel of light,
0: and ah, her and Cara nice. Thrace will rule the multi- multiverse together in harmony.
1: All this has happened before, and all, all it it will, happen will happen again. again. <laughs> so say we all.
0: So say we all.
1: <laughs> Man, we didn't even play. We didn't even script that.
0: <laughs> well done, sir. That would sir. be great. Like you know, would be oh. like you know Wanda like what do you hear you just hear nothing but the rain like oh my god it's happening. Uh, that's never gonna happen of course but still
1: yeah. well on I, that I can highly can <laughs> on, on that highly symmetrical note uh and, and and synchronous note uh that my friends is the weekend geek
0: well thank you once again sir for all of your internet sleuthing and searching it is well appreciated but now it is time for us to dig into our least anticipated movies of 2023 which this is not something you got every day. Everyone's all Oh, look at all the movies that are coming out. We're like, yeah. And look at all the crap. That's also going to get floated out there as well. Like, oh, dear yeah. God, how does some of this get green lit? Um, uh, and then you realize like, well, Hollywood is just throwing stuff in the wall and whatever sticks sticks. And with mm-hmm. Hollywood accounting, eh, no one, everything loses money anyways. So someone's winning, I guess. Uh, so each of us have uh, 10 <laughs> movies here. However, I, I would like to make an honorable mention. <laughs>
1: Of course, I, <laughs> because it wouldn't be our top ten without an honorable mention eleventh so well, here's the thing because
0: we we originally had planned on talking about a couple of other things in the weekend geek, and this would have given me an opportunity to talk about one of them. okay. One of my least anticipated movies i didn't I didn't have the heart to put it on here, but yes, <sighs> Indiana Jones five, man. <sighs> I, I just don't know that I need to have Harrison Ford running around in like his 80s now and it looks more Indiana. like he's limping around. But I just I don't know, man. Like I don't yeah. know if this is a movie that. It, uh, it I still just look at it like the Last Crusade was the last movie. Like I I still have not watched Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I can't well, bring myself to do it.
1: Yeah. And, I, I saw that I just, in theaters, I and oh.
0: I just don't really. I mean, on one hand, like I saw the the music goes, you know, like yeah, there's indie, and the more I think about, it, though, I'm like, ah, I don't know if this is something I'm really caring about. So I yeah. didn't have the heart to put it in my list proper, but I did want to put that one out there that I'm honest, honestly, not looking forward to that movie on because mostly right. I don't know how good it's going to be. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, and maybe this is the big send off for indie that the character deserves. I don't know, but oof, um, um, I guess I, I'm, I'm more scared for that movie than I am not anticipating. I'm, I'm just scarred. I'm two scarred. Two things
1: going for it, my friend. One, it is an odd numbered Indiana Jones film. And so far all odd numbered films have been wonderful. And what is it? Star Trek all of a sudden? What the crap indeed, is it? Indeed. <laughs> and second of all, whenever we have uh, the, you know, the Nazis as the antagonist, it always goes well. So, which is another thing. Doesn't this take place in like the 50s or something? I think so. So, I,
0: uh, anyways, okay, whatever. Sure, whatever. All right. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I don't
1: have an honorable mention. I held to the ten that we were uh, allocating. Oh yeah,
0: and some of these <laughs> some of these boxes you've got have like five movies in them. So don't even start with me.
1: Well, there were themes that that, I, know, that, that I came again, up during I, during the hours of research that I put in. Hours of research. <laughs> you
0: filled <laughs> these out in like ten minutes this afternoon. It was more like twenty five. But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Had this had, after you've played some video games the other night and had your half bottle of Uncle Nearest oh, like, hey, good I want to fill out that one,
1: Bill Moody. <laughs> Jeez,
0: oh yeah. So, which yeah. who would you like to go? Would you like to go first, sir? And we will alternate back and count. Uh, yeah, count up. All right, so you you have the honors, sir.
1: Thank you. Well, uh, as we go through these, uh, I think, uh, well, I, I should give full credit to Uncle Todd. He, he filled out his list first, and then I kind of worked off of his gimmick. But we'll have some taglines in here, some themes, some uh, some silliness going on. But for number 10, I, I put this as the, the out-of-my-wheelhouse uh, choices here. Uh, 80 for Brady. And book club the next chapter Ooh. uh two movies covering uh the tomfoolery and shenanigans of four senior ladies as they encounter uh or, or as they play out their journeys and have uh different encounters but i just this is not even though one of them has tom brady as kind of the uh focal point of the movie i just don't know so yeah i kind of felt like this was uh, I, I was just shocked to see two movies though <laughs> had that same kind of concept to it oh totally uh, yeah it's, uh, it's just just in two very different uh, areas of the world so the the two the, the two senior lady road trip movies i guess there we go thank you thank you uh
0: yeah i i, I saw book club the next chapter i'm like there was a book club one yes because i mean nothing like a bunch of senior ladies you know a reading that you know that's a draw me money that's you know right get, get that's me, right get me some older ladies who have a book club That'll pack the theaters. (laughs) You can go to your library for free and see that, you know, like that, 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 that's not that extraordinary. Or you can just go to your own book club. (laughs) Exactly. You could start your own book club, save the 15 bucks from the theater and go buy Mm -hmm. a book. Or better yet, just go get a library card and you save the 15 bucks. You have snacks for your book club. Buy local, ladies and gentlemen. Buy local. Yes, indeed. Support your local public library, ladies and gentlemen. There's Mm -hmm. good folks there and lots to be had. And I I now live like one door down from my local public library, which has been awesome because I'm a dork.
1: Very nice. And and I just want to be clear, it has nothing to do with it being, I I mean, part of the out of my wheelhouse thing is just, you know, a a movie kind of with that setting is just not in my wheelhouse. It's not what I want to see. So. Mm -hmm. We're doing this based on being. It has least nothing to do with his otherwise, you know, just totally ageist
0: you know, <sighs> motivations about how he he Come just now. despises old people. He does. I do he not hates dogs and old people. He's like oh, the he's like the gosh. bad guy from Tin Cup. He
1: hates bad old people and dogs. All right. Well, that's my pick for number ten. <laughs> oh, no, it was I'll... old people and children, wasn't it? <laughs> oh no, it was old people, children, and dogs. I believe. Uh, I think you're right. I
0: think you're right. Uh what was what was the what was the character's name? Why can I not remember Don, Don Johnson's uh, character in that? It wasn't in, Shooter McGavin.
1: Uh, gosh, I don't remember. Yeah. Wait a minute. Don Johnson is... that in would Tin be, uh, In Tin Cup. Um, yeah. It's right there on the tip of my
0: tongue. Anyways, think about it. I'm not going to look it up. I'm going to try up. and figure this out. Oh, the always exciting David Sims. Oh, yeah, because it was something like just... It was a real like vanilla sort of name mm. which is perfect for a golfer um yes. all right so coming in at number 10 for me uh as i like to say uh, no nev no ticket uh scream six um i mean <laughs> basically just example 982,751 of how hollywood is completely devoid of new ideas uh and they managed to, to piss off nev campbell um who was always like a, a huge uh crush of mine growing up so that's ah. that just does it for me i mean granted i haven't seen any scream after i think three but you know i'm definitely not seeing this one yeah uh but yeah, yeah they they ticked her off because they're like they didn't want to pay her it's like she's kind of like the only she's like the the foundation heart, foundation part <laughs> of the whole franchise and you're like nah, we don't want to pay any money okay fine and she walked but yeah so I mean I get it but at this point it's it's almost like the movie is so meta that at this yeah. point I don't know what where you go with this at a certain point well you know, it's, 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 become, it's becoming a, it's a,
1: it's so meta it becomes a self parody Right. Right. And, and, and then it becomes all about, you know, it becomes almost like kind of the M night Shyamalan thing with, with the twists. Right. I mean, you're, oh, yeah, we'll you're, talk you're about going that into later. the movie, not to be surprised or to, you know, kind of just experience it. You're going in like mentally dissecting it based on the prior five movies. Okay. What are they going to yeah. do now? And what about this character? And, oh, they're doing this again. And to me, it just becomes like, like it, like, the movie loses its charm at that point it's magic because it's it's you're you're overthinking it and or at least that's how i am with those movies it's like i'm I know what I'm in for now and I'm trying to like, you know, solve the mystery as opposed to just go in and just, you know, enjoy it. And yeah. And quite honestly, I movies like this and, and later on, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on another one. Saw 10 of all things. Uh, <laughs> I just don't get it. It's like, uh, you know, I get the four, like, like there must be some accountants that, that, that know how to, you know, make, make the case that the numbers are there and they just do it. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Oh, well I ain't seen it. I, am I won't not. even stream it.
1: I am not. If, I, if I, even if it
0: happens to come up on one of my streaming services, I may just throw my TV out the window. That's <laughs> oh, how. God. That's how like anti-movies. Seems like stuff. an
1: overreaction a little bit. You have control over what you see and don't see on the box, don't you?
0: <laughs> I know, but I also I kind of want a new TV. So, so.
1: oh okay. <laughs> so you're just way, looking for an excuse <laughs> that way I can take it out of petty cash this magnificent feast here represents the last of the petty cash. (laughs) (laughs) And then I love the next line. Eat slowly. (laughs) As as Bill Murray reaches over to Ray. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. What do you got at
0: number nine? This one, uh, what is it?
1: Well, Um, speaking of eighties movies, uh, revenge, I I call this revenge of the eighties part one, and it's actually either debuted this weekend or next weekend. But the, the, uh, child's play ripoff if you will called megan uh spelled oh, m3 g-a-n so that was
0: mathregan uh, that was like well it
1: could be mathregan uh i call this uh you know uh aka child's play uh the instead of doing the chucky doll horror thing uh which has been done before this time instead of uh, creepy soul transfer through voodoo ballyhoo it is good old ai tech to the rescue ladies and gentlemen uh, Dude, voodoo ballyhoo would be a
0: great band name
1: you think i stumbled on something there
0: I think he did. I I mean, I would go see that band. I don't even know what what style it is. But you, Hey, you want to go see a Voodoo Ballyhoo? Yeah. Hell yeah. The,
1: yeah and, and if you can get the right venue, you could almost have a rhyming thing going on, you know? So yeah. Voodoo Ballyhoo at the review or something. I don't know.
0: See, this is why you need to be in promotions. Ah, Yes.
1: Well, this one, I've, I've seen trailers for this, uh, and, and there's been some articles about some really kind of, you know, freaky scenes with it. Apparently, the doll is actually being played by a live human who has been just kind of doctored up to, you know, of course, look more dollish and there's like a dance sequence that is really creepy there's uh, a creepy part where she kind of almost like runs like a bear um and and it's a horror movie if you hadn't noticed because of the no. comparisons to child's play but the whole idea of the doll going and murdering and doing crazy things for crazy reasons has been done uh before and uh this is just one where I'm just like eh, I I just don't. know. I don't. Why? Why did we need this? Uh, That's because it needs to draw money. Oh, indeed. And nothing draws money like a little AI technology. uh, Well, you know, robotic doll. Hey, it's a hey. It's a Cylon. I should be more jazzed about this if you you think about it. Really. If you think about it, uh, I I don't think anyone from BSG is in it. So uh, model five and a half. That would make a little more. uh, You know wanting to see it, but unfortunately yeah. not. So my number nine is uh Mathregan. So Mathregan. <laughs> <laughs> well said,
0: sir. I like that Mathrigan Sounds <laughs> like should either be like Scottish or Irish. Mathrigan
1: uh, Get me a hey. Mathrigan <laughs> So sounds like a bottle of whiskey now.
0: <laughs> Actually that'd be a great name for what are you drinking there? Mathrigan.
1: It's a is. fifteen year Mathrigan
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't it just be a three year? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come over there i bet you in the gob all right um and my number nine uh this one i call you got to be kidding playing me uh house party oh, oh dear. That nobody <laughs> has ever even thought about asking for Wow. Um, although uh, we now are we're 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 now verging on the territory of of lebron having just as crappy of a movie career as Shaq. Um, oh boy I mean post blue chips cuz l- mm. let's be honest Shaq was the bomb in blue chips but uh, after that like now now they're pretty much neck and neck like this could mm-hmm. be his steal uh, I believe <laughs> um oh who, again like seriously we got to reboot this thing like uh, yep come on man come on uh, I and Why? I have no I really don't have anything else to say about it because it again now granted I I have to put out the the caveat here like I know I'm not the demographic I'm a mid 40s dude whose whose house party days are long past him
1: so yeah I get it
0: but still isn't there another way that you could have come up come at this rather than like hey let's rip off this movie from the 80s
1: yeah Yeah, it it seems like the market is is almost like how can we like 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 what are the movies we can find that we can redo for um I can't think of the word like like what's the word for um well it's 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 because it's pre-sold
0: like you you already have familiarity so that's why there's always going to be a certain amount of these movies made because they've they've been proven to make money in the past Mm. the original made money and now Since then, a couple of them have been redone or rebooted or whatever, and they've made money, at least made enough money to make it worthwhile, which is, you know, going back to Mithrigan, the reason why, (laughs) you know, why horror movies will always be out there is because for the most part, a lot of them aren't, aren't like super heavy on the budget. Like they, they don't Mm. cost that much to make and you don't have to have the greatest stars the biggest names that you are going to have to pay a huge salary to, because there is a yeah. there is a horror audience out there that wants content, and they will go and they've proven for decades that they will go see movies, whether they're the greatest movies or not. As long as you have a somewhat interesting concept, it seems like the audience is there, so they can just keep churning these out in the same way. Like, I get why they why the movie was made. I just think it's going to be terrible. You know, it's not like I'm questioning, yeah. like, why would you do this? It's like, no, I know why you did it. I just think it's a really bad idea that you did it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do?
1: Well, and, and it, I mean, but it feels like I. this probably isn't the right word, but it's not a reminiscence thing. What's the word when you look fondly back on, Nostalgia. on the original? Nostalgia. Thank you. That's what I was looking at, looking for. So that's the thing. It, it just seems like there, there's marketing just around nostalgia and that that's all oh, there totally, is totally totally and, and i get it to a degree but at the same time you know like well we were talking earlier about a christmas story christmas right and mm-hmm. i don't know for me that that was a nostalgia thing it was more about okay they're they're going back to a story oh and no telling... that's a
0: total nostalgia thing
1: like it and is I it? and i get it like and and i get the hypocrisy of
0: both of us being humongous you know uh bsg fans Mm. when that is a reboot it's a reimagining whatever but yeah and and i'm criticizing this you're dang right i am just because i think the the chances of this being done well are real slim are low you know like it's been done well a handful of times and that's why they keep getting getting done now ultimately i don't think this movie cost them a whole lot to make the same as you know with a lot of these movies like it's not like this is shooting some studio's budget for the year they're they're going to be all right if this tanks and it'll probably make up make money you know in dvd sales and and streaming and all that they'll make money off of it somehow of course they'll never show it on paper (laughs) don't get me wrong right every one of these movies is going to be shown to lose money i'm pretty sure that even avatar right now they're saying well we just didn't quite clear the budget you know (laughs) that's because yeah. that's hollywood i hollywood, think I seventh
1: now uh, all time so i don't know oh yeah it's
0: it's making an insane amount of money but still like i forget what it was um there are some movies that are like they're gigantic blockbusters and yet the the studio claims that they are still in the red on them like some mm. 20 years later and it's like come on I see. No, they're not. You've got so much creative accounting going on there that it's it's ridiculous. Like how 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 Hollywood hasn't just been whole wholesale audited and just like this. (laughs) I don't I don't get it. It's it's crazy. It's got to be a Scientology thing, I guess. I don't know. Again, Tom Cruise and his alien magic is protecting all of Hollywood from their their shady accounting
1: being audited. But anyways, where do we take the left turn into that? Where I don't know. I got you going on nostalgia and you just uh, you just ran with it. My goodness.
0: All <laughs> right. Well, what do
1: you got at number eight, sir? Uh, I call this "Revenge of the 80s Part Two. Uh, ah. I've been seeing. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm a fan of the show Frasier. Uh, tend to watch it, you know, in, in the evening before I get ready for bed. And uh, as as seems to be the habit now on Paramount Plus, uh, Teen Wolf the movie uh, commercials seem to play before the episode <laughs> airs. And Jeez. I'm just kind of sitting here like. Okay, so wasn't Teen Wolf originally a movie in 1985? And why are we calling it the movie? Um, I did a little sleuthing and found that apparently MTV uh, did a run of Teen Wolf as a series. uh, You know, because nothing says music television than doing a TV show that has nothing to do with music.
0: Um, Hey, that's been going on for like 25 years, Bob. Ain't ain't nothing new there. Yeah. Uh,
1: But yeah, this this one... uh, you know i mean even watching the commercial there's one point where this guy's like he's like i'm supposed to be the alpha and i'm thinking yeah you're not the alpha if you gotta make a if you have to say a line like that so
0: there's some sort of speaker of the house joke that i could make in there but
1: i'm going to refrain I was not trying to go there. So. If you if you got to say you've earned the job,
0: you oh. ain't earned the job. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Not just a sidetrack. Like I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to like post my flag on one political ill or the other. But dude, how embarrassing is it that you you think you've got this thing in the bag? You've moved into the office already, mm-hmm. and it takes like what was it, 15 votes to finally get it across the finish line? <laughs> I mean, Ric Flair likes to time-
1: claim, claim to be the 16-time world champion, but he lost 15 times to get to that point. So, <laughs> I mean – Oh my gosh!
0: And The whole, like, the yeah. guy's got to be in, in. In addition to just going insane with just mm-hmm. like how crazy this is, and what he, what he's gonna have, the level of groveling and, mm-hmm. and, and like anxiety and all that, and he's still thinking like, and I got to move all the crap out of the office. <laughs> 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 but that's the worst. But like that would be that would be totally my thing. Like I just don't want to move this stuff out of the office now. Like I know yeah. I'm a complete joke. I just don't want to move out of the office because I hate moving. <laughs> You know oh that's gosh. how much I hate moving now.
1: Anyways, oh once again, Uncle Todd Ta taking a total left turn into an area that I wasn't even thinking we'd go to. Uh, so yes, my my number eight is Teen Wolf the movie. Uh, you can keep it. I am not going to be interested. It it might have mange. That's least least anticipated, and uh, it is not the alpha.
0: If you're going, if you're going to the movie, make sure you have your rabies
1: shots. <laughs> You heard it here first <laughs> and probably last. So what and, is your number eight, sir? <laughs> and a tetanus booster,
0: just to be sure, because, I mean, God only knows what's going on at most movie theaters now. Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. The, the movie. I, I've, so I've seen a couple of different articles or, or people posting online about, you know, how they're you know and there's, there's this whole thing now of like especially some directors like oh the movie theater experience you're missing out on you're missing i was like dude you don't go to the movie theaters i go to like they're not even trying to clean the movie theaters anymore you know like you go in and it's like they clean like on thursday night and then the rest of the week is just crap
1: they, they apply the indiana jones theory and do it every, every odd showing or
0: yeah it's just like <laughs> You know, yeah, you might need a tetanus shot at a lot of theaters right now, being short staffed and just not really caring. Like, I, the theater experience ain't all it's cracked up to be. So, yeah, actually, and you know what? Throw some penicillin in there, too, because you might have to use the bathroom. And if you touch anything, God only knows what's going to happen. Um, all right. So, uh, getting back to the list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've been away for 3 weeks. Uncle Todd has a lot of tangents he's got to unload right now.
0: My family's just tired of hearing me talk. It's the only the only time I can actually get any of this out. <laughs> My wife is waiting for me to get kidnapped so I can tell stories. you about
1: fantasy football. <laughs>
0: Good Lord. Oh no, that used to be what my wife would ask me to that's how she would fall asleep. She's like, tell me about your fantasy team. How's it going? Oh, I like, You just wanted to tell you so you'll fall asleep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Can't oh, knock you for that. Gosh. That's actually rather ingenious. I wish I'd thought of it. Tell me about your shoes. <laughs> All right. You're number eight. Number number eight. That's where we're at. Uh, I'm going to call this one Return of the One-Trick Pony. Uh, This is Knock at the Cabin, the next uh, M. Night Shyamalan uh, feature. Um, I love how the the tag is like, save your family or save humanity. Uh, You know, not realizing that we would be doing this after the holidays, uh, this is probably an easier decision than M. Night might think. (laughs) There's a lot of people who like, humanity, you know, as crappy as it is, I've been stuck in a house with these people for two weekends. <laughs> get out! <up. laughs> Uncle, and, and we all know there's like that, There, I made that joke in the intro about Uncle Jethro like clogging up the toilet every morning. Like everyone knows there's that one person in your family who when they start heading to the bathroom, you're like, oh boy, get the plunger. <laughs> get a spray, get to hose oh, the thing dear. down. Is that one person you're like, oh, no, they're going to go in there
1: and wreck that. Oh my Uh-oh. gosh. It's just wow. wrong. I was not prepared for all this, but
0: <laughs> knock at the cabin. <laughs> Is much like that person in that M Knight comes around with one of these movies, and it's like, okay, so again, we're it's just the twist. That's what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, might as well change his name to Chubby Checker at this point because that's all that this guy does. Like that's is the same movie. um yeah. and I'm, I know we have Dave Batista in this one, and uh, you know he's apparently getting a lot of credit these days for you know for his acting prowess and all that. I'm like, oh yeah, it's great and all, but I, yeah, I ain't watching this movie. I, I already know like there's, it, it does. It's not even about knowing what the twist is. It's just the fact that now every single one of his movies, you're just so conditioned to like, okay, I know it's coming. And that's yeah. enough to kind of take the shine off of it. That's enough to like make you just go, oh, it doesn't matter how good the twist is. It's just because it's going to be there. And yeah, I mean, every movie mm. to some degree or another has a twist, but that's like his thing. It's like every one of his movies, like oh, it's the big twist or it's the swerve or whatever, or whatever you want to call it. It's
1: like, my I Might I rebut for a moment? Yeah, go right ahead. I because this is actually what I'm looking forward to. And you're actually, you're an M Night uh, fan, aren't you? I, I am. I I'm a fan of the work. Uh, I I th- what what I find interesting about this trailer is, and and I and I don't know that that the twist has been given away fully, but I like that it's it when, when I first saw the trailer, the fact that they kind of establish what the main thrust, uh, or or at least the the primary issue that needs to be resolved is, and, and, and they don't say much else. And it's a very, very creepy trailer. Um, Which is, I mean, they, I, well, granted,
0: I, I did see a bit of the, of the trailer and I will, I, I'll grant you like just what I saw. I'm like, that is creepy as hell. Like that's getting the job done in terms of like setting an, a very interesting tone. However, the thing is, and I never really thought about this, even though I'm very much into minutia and you know, the, how the sausage is made of things there's it's a totally different company that's cutting that trailer mm. you know so i mean and we've seen how many movies how many movies have you seen in your life where you're like the trailer looks awesome and then you get into the movie and you're like
1: the hell is this well like, star wars prequels <laughs> uh,
0: i wasn't gonna say it <laughs> for once i wasn't gonna say it but so i i I,
1: like granted totally valid you're right but uh... But, but but in the trailer, like like the placement of the shot, like, like there's a lot of technicality to to like like when you watch that trailer, you can see there's you know just a lot of close ups and a lot of um I don't know how to describe it. It, it just feels like the cinematography and some of the shots, like you're you're looking at like they're making me feel uncomfortable by the way they're kind of framing this. You know it. Yeah. it oh totally. It, it it is a really. As you said, it is a really well done trailer. I like a Dave Batista who looks like he is bursting out of the shirt he's wearing. You know, sort of like like he he almost is like this this um, metaphor for whatever beast or thing is coming. You, you know what I mean? And and just talking in this very calm way, and having you know a little sweat dripping down his head, and it's just like. <laughs> He looks like he's just like this, like almost like a Lewis Black sort of thing. Like he's yeah. this close to snapping. You know, it's like <laughs> true. No, and I and the
0: the thing is like the the M Night movies so that that I've seen, they are they, they're they're shot well, mm-hmm. and and the and and he does a a decent job, or his his director of photography is do a great job of kind of getting that unsettled sort of feeling. I, I have no problem with any of that. It's just that I know what the trick is. Mm. Even though I don't know what the, the actual mechanics of or the actual principles involved in the trick. Like, I don't know what the trick is going to look like. I know there's a trick. So it kind of just takes a a lot of it out for me. Like, I'd like to see him make a movie where that isn't the whole the whole thing doesn't build to this one <gasps> sort of moment where, you know, it. you just know that he's going to try and turn the whole thing on its head because it's like. I know that's what you're doing. I've se- I, I'm I'm watching the dude behind the curtain. I hear you. Essentially, yeah. you know. Nah, eh, but anyway. I am anticipating this though. So this did not well, make my list. I'm I'm glad that you are. Good for you, and you know, good for uh, Mr. Batista getting out there and doing uh, doing his thing. Because I uh, I I. So the funny thing is, like, I never watched Dave Batista wrestle. That was during really? my, that was okay. my time away from watching wrestling. Mm. And so I didn't really see his entrances before, but recently, just through YouTube algorithms and everything else, I've seen a couple of his matches or I've seen a couple of like his entrances and things like that. What a kind of like lame entrance that was.
1: He <laughs> just comes oh, what? out. You don't like the machine gun arms? Come on now. <laughs> I
0: just thought I was like, what's, what's he do? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, okay all right whatever
1: come on he he he's a beast he he's a, I mean, a an absolute, absolute beast i get yeah, he's a beast but like
0: why if you're a beast why do you need the machine gun like that's the thing that is kind of confusing to me. it's a me. cool effect like he's a he's like a he's a beast that has a you know a mini gun okay so <laughs> whatever lord
1: he actually did c- kind of uh par- like like a little parody of of that intro um i, I saw a clip uh, on the, It was like the last day of his, his shooting on Glass Onion set, and he brought a, a championship belt for uh, Rian Johnson and, and someone, you know, piped in his music and he kind of comes through the, it was really fun. I mean, it's not like he, he true, you know, truly tries to re- redo his entrance, but it, you know, it was just kind of like him walking on the set to his music and the, and the, you know, the, the, the cast or, or the, the crew is what I'm trying to say. You know, it was all like applauding and, you know, it's just, it was just funny. It was just, it was totally done in, in, in fun and jest and that sort of thing. And so I, I just thought it was kind of a, I think at one point he, 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 Makes reference to the machine gun arm sort of thing. So it's just funny. It was funny. So, all, all right. right. <sighs> what do you got at seven? Uh, I put this under as the prequel. No one wanted or deserved uh, <laughs> the Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes movie. Um, is movie actually part of the the title? I don't know. Maybe I maybe I threw that in as I was typing out the uh, title. But wow. Uh, I haven't. My, my only comment on this is I haven't heard uh, anyone in my social circle where it, whether it be family, whether it be friends of the family, whether it be coworkers, colleagues, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, acquaintances. Utter the phrase Hunger Games in any way, shape, or form. So I don't know how on earth this movie is even being made other than the uh, the the nostalgia topic that we were talking about a little bit earlier. You know but why? this is supposed to be uh, basically set, uh, I think, a few decades before the Hunger Games trilogy that has uh, already come out and is supposed to uh, basically tell the story of uh, the main character, I think his name is president or he becomes the, the president snow character. Um, and so uh, it's, it's kind of about his like rise to that, I think, or, or what he goes through in the, you know, kind of the, the early days before he takes office. So, um, great. I'm just not wired into hunger games. It's, it's, it's just not my thing. And, uh, I could probably do without it. So I'll let someone else, uh, Take two hours of their life and never get it back.
0: I'll tell you why uh, they made this movie. Uh, because the the first Hunger Games movie made $694.4 million, uh, and then the entire trilogy has made $2.97 billion. Yeah. That's yeah. why this movie is getting made. And because, mm-hmm. I mean, young adult fiction, man, is a huge market. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I'm guessing it was based off of a book. Um, I'm guessing, I and don't that know. is a the, that is kind of an audience that just replenishes itself and it keeps coming back. It's why, it's why Harry Potter movies are still a thing. Like kids are always rediscovering, you know, c- some of this same stuff. So I'm sure that, you know, they're they're thinking they're going to make some some bank out of this, and I can't I can't disagree with them. Mm-hmm. I I think they probably will.
1: Yes. So that is my, uh, I believe, number seven. I'm, I'm trying to look up the, the movie to make sure I, I copied the title correctly.
0: <laughs> that would we'll be great if, can... if it was the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes movie. Like, we know it's a movie. It's in a theater. We, we don't need you to add movie on there. Uh, let's see. Didn't think it was like a still frame or a slideshow. I don't slideshow. know. Teen Wolf
1: decided to put the movie at the end of its very title. Very true. So very,
0: very true. Apparently once that's again, the thing. Just showing how little I know.
1: Now, I'm just showing how ridiculous the people who make these titles are. Ah, gotcha. Well, thank you for, for that, at
0: least. Uh, for me, at number seven, I've got, it's not the Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse, but pretty please come see it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and that is going to be Craven the Hunter, uh, which, uh, Joe again... Spiderman. <laughs> Joe, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't tried that trick. It's not Spiderman, <laughs> it's Spiderman. <laughs> <laughs> He, he's a nice Jewish boy who runs a delicatessen. He also just happens to be able to climb walls. I mean, it's totally different. Oh dear! <laughs> oh my god! Where did that come from? Anyway, no, uh, this is another one of Sony's attempts to uh, do a movie uh, in their in their spider Spider Man universe without Spider Man because they can't have Spider Man uh, in their movies because he's loaned out to Marvel. Which I, it's the weirdest thing, man, having like the rogues gallery do movies, but like who's, who's the bad guy and who's the good guy? Because we ran into this with Venom, uh, where Venom is kind of the bad guy and then becomes the good guy in the second flick, even though Venom is kind of a bad guy, (laughs) and then they tried to do, uh, what was it, Morbius? Right. Which, oh my God. (sighs) was i I i've not seen it i've seen bits and pieces of it and it just seems so ridiculously bad so i can't say that i'm going to i can't even say that i'm going to see this movie at all at all you Uh know um but i mean it's it's probably going to have a plus size russell
1: crowe so that's something i mean I, i guess or or something and
0: a half. I I don't know.
1: Um, is, is the plus size you know planned? Is this something he's doing as part of the character? or I is think, Russell Crowe th- just showing up in whatever I think shape Russell, he's in. I think Russell has just cut
0: to the point where he's enjoying life. And you know what? I mean, the man gave us Gladiator, and uh, are you not
1: entertained?
0: <laughs> you know, and and some other really good. F- I'm g- I'm fine with that. You know, whatever you whatever you know. It's like it's just kind of funny though when he was playing Zeus, and it's like, is this intentional or is this just? <laughs> Is yeah. this just who Russell is these days. I don't know. Like, hey, I'm not here to judge. It's just a little. It was a little bit weird because I was yeah. used to like you know Maximus, and now I'm like he's Maximus. Yeah, Maximus. Um, <laughs> and believe me when I say that I'm I'm not I'm not svelte with a six pack myself. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of I'm pointing four fingers back at me when I'm pointing <laughs> them at at, at at Russell. So you know whatever. But it's mostly the fact that. Hey, here's another spider villain without a hero in the movie. How Mm -hmm. the hell is this going to work? Who knows? Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Taking a page out of DC like, hey, you like comic book movies? Here's a comic book movie. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but it's a comic book movie. What do you You like? You like comic book movies, so therefore give us all your money.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. (laughs) Why not? You like comic books. Shut up. (laughs) I don't like comic book movies that much. (laughs) All right. What do you got for number six, sir? Uh,
1: Well,. The phrase I put on this one is "would have loved to have been a fly on the wall for this pitch." Uh, I, I had to do a double take, and I had to actually, you know, read a little bit about this because I, I wasn't entirely clear I was I was catching it right. But uh, the title of the movie is "Cocaine Bear." Yes. The synopsis is inspired by the 1985 true story of a drug runner's <laughs> plane crash, missing cocaine, and the black bear that ate it. This wild, dark comedy. Finds an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converging in a Georgia forest where a 500-pound apex predator has ingested a staggering amount of cocaine and gone on a coke-fueled rampage for more blow and blood. Um... It sounds... How can you not want to see this movie? I want to see this movie. It it sounds like a horror movie. It it almost sounds like some some just whacked out version of Smokey and the Bandit in a way. Yes. You know, what I mean, it's just it's no, just... no. Actually, this is this is like a uh, what was the what's the movie with Clint Eastwood and the
0: uh, any which way but loose? Ah, uh, right, right. With the monkey, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but the monkey is doing blow. You know, I I, I I don't know. I just don't. Um, I don't know. It it it. I, I, I'm all for watching movies at times that that, that try to retell a story uh, that, that that happened in the past, but this one just when 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 I was looking at the details of it and you know seeing how it's being kind of framed as a horror movie, but then it's like a dark comedy, and I'm just like, I don't know what this is supposed to be. Uh, but I it's am, right in the uh, title, dude. It's right in the title. It's I, Cocaine Bear. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I can go for an hour and a half, two hours watching a bear on oh, blow. My gosh. So you'll go see knock at the cabin
0: for yes. M Night to do his one trick, but yet you won't go see something called cocaine bear no. just to say to people when they just to tell people on Monday morning when you go into the office, hey, what'd you do this weekend? I saw a cocaine bear. You what? Yeah. I saw a cocaine bear.
1: Well come on. I'll I'll let you wear that title and and carry that around with with uh, with all the pomp and circumstance that title carries. I so. just
0: might. I'm not a horror movie kind of guy, <laughs> but you know what? This <laughs> is seriously tempting for me. I don't know why.
1: Oh, it's just I,
0: it is so over the top, ridiculous. I'm like, if Ben kinda...
1: Reynolds was still alive, you'd be hoping he'd be showing up in a Trans Am. Hey, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, this is more like,
0: hey, what would happen if you took Grizzly Adams and Scarface and mashed them together? No, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I want. Actually, I'm hoping Al Pacino shows up as like a forest stranger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who's done more cocaine,
1: Al or the bear? Oh, say hello oh, to my little
0: friend. Only their dealer knows for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um,
1: All right. What is your
0: number six, sir? Uh, number six for me. Um, <laughs> th- this, this is just in the. Dear God Car uh, uh, why uh, Warner uh, left behind rise of the Antichrist mm-hmm. now again I'm not here to talk about anyone's uh, <laughs> religious or spiritual beliefs but what what did we do wrong what what, <laughs> what did we do wrong to have this foisted upon us I wonder oh, yes um, I mean I get it so this movie features uh, Kevin Sorbo. Uh, he of Hercules fame, mm-hmm. um, and and not much else except basically getting his keister kicked in by everybody on Twitter whenever he posts anything. Oh boy, and and totally not realizing that they are roasting him. Like he's kind of seems like he's just oblivious. Um, however, Corbin Burnson's in this, really? Corbin Burnson, like what happened, Corbin? Like, yeah. why didn't you just do a GoFundMe? I would have kicked in some cash. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, but I, I, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know what this movie. I just, I, yeah. can't, I, I can't be looking forward to it. That's for sure.
1: I did read the book series when it was a big thing. This was back in the late '90s, early 2000s. Oh, so have you read the source material? For I, this one? I have, and and you know the books were 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 intre- like were interesting i think it was about 12 books <laughs> i love you saying interesting like i'm not saying they were good they were well, interesting <laughs> i mean like anything else you know it's it's you know like independence day or um yeah yeah, yeah. you know those, those kind of catas you know those cataclysmic sort of movies where yeah. i think the first bits of the story can be really good and then the more you get into it 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 just kind of levels off at some point and then you're just yeah. trying to get to the end to see how they're going to end the overall, you know, kind of arc. And, uh, and so, yeah, so, so these were, uh, big books back in the day. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I've, I, I know, I think Kirk Cameron was in when oh, they yeah. first made movies of it. He was in the first two, cause I think they were going to try to do a, a, a movie per book and fought, you know, basically follow how, how the book series went. But, um, but, you know, as as you might imagine, uh, probably doesn't hit as wide an audience as they were hoping for in the no. end of times, uh, you know, genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but very, uh, very
0: niche genre, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I was a little surprised to see this. I almost put this on my list and then I just kind of skipped over it because I just had too many. I, I didn't do an honorable mention. But uh, oh, but geez, no. here
0: we go. Bringing that back up. <laughs> so the funny, the funny thing is, like, and I agree with you, like, it's there is a certain amount of you know that cataclysm you know huge armageddon level sort of mm-hmm. event catastrophe movie or book yeah yeah where i i totally get what you're saying like because i've read i read a couple of books lately one being uh, seven eves by neil stevenson mm-hmm. And uh, then I recently, not very recently, but I started. I read the first book in um, this trilogy by a. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I can't pronounce the name because I'm. I will butcher it. But it is. Uh, the first book is the Three Body Problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the problem with a lot of these books and movies is that the premise is really good. You're like, ooh or it's not really good but it's really interesting like it makes you stop and go huh yeah okay cool yeah i'd like to hear some more about that but then the the execution can just be lackluster right you know it can yeah. be either like the it becomes so paper thin that there's not a lot of meat to it there's not a lot of depth to it it's just sort of like oh it's treated as a i don't know what like it's just mm-hmm. it's just yeah a thing happens and that's it yeah yeah. Or as was the case with this book, I read seven Eves, which I totally just, I read it. It's almost 800 pages. Mm-hmm. And I read it to the end because I'm like, okay, maybe it'll save itself. Yeah. Because about yeah. 500, 600 pages in, I was like, I don't think this is going to end well. I think that, I think this is heading downhill Yeah. <laughs> as we're, as yeah. we're reading. And, and I was like, I, I read through just to get to the end. And sometimes it can just become this thing of like the, there is, it starts sidetracking into all yeah. these little niches, and you're like, no, just tell me the damn story. You yeah. know, don't like burden me down with like five pages of description of something that you think is really in- incredibly interesting Mm. and with a book like this with a movie like this I could see in the book it could go into like a six page dissertation on you know biblical theory about this one passage in revelations or something right right but in the book that I was reading it was all about like astrophysics and orbital mechanics and all this and I'm like Mm. that's great but you know what you're not telling me anything about the characters about why I should care about any of this yeah you know so there's always something that in the execution that just sort of goes yeah, and uh, you know i could see that happening with this
1: yeah (laughs) yeah i i
0: I, I do as well i would i would bet i would actually bet five bucks on it yeah oh Mm -hmm. man speaking of five what do you got for number five
1: uh well uh i file this under uh you mean there's still a market for this uh teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem (laughs) uh which and again i says movie i think i put that in there uh what really my question is was the youth of the 2020s really clamoring for this uh, i don't know teenage mutant ninja turtles they they had their moment uh, i think that moment is passed and uh for me at least really have no interest interest in it um this is not a nostalgia thing for me i i was a big fan of of the turtles back in the day when when they were uh, having their 80s heyday mm-hmm. uh sadly i did go see the movies <laughs> Oh. the time that was that was a little bit of blind uh even fandom. the one with vanilla ice uh even the one with vanilla ice go ninja go ninja go oh, yeah go ninja. Yep. <laughs> which by the way i think in that one i think that was the one where shredder was played or super shredder was played by kevin nash oh my gosh because like i think in that movie he ends up like injecting himself with some of that gunk that turned them into turtles and he like turns into this like you know massive shredder he so just thing. have like
0: one black glove and hold it over his head while he screamed oh, oh the entrance
1: music hits <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: which i mean great entrance music it was much yeah. better the big show i mean you gotta yeah. give him that
1: by the way, Kevin Nash uh, podcast uh, snippets on yeah. YouTube—very interesting stuff to listen to. So. Oh, I'm
0: sure. Like he's, all those guys, I've been I've been catching a lot of like Foley
1: podcasts too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this was one I was kind of like, I I just to your point, it feels like in the entertainment industry, like, and and I may be opening a big can of worms when when I when I bring this up, but do you think? we lived through in the eighties, just kind of that last golden era of just a lot of, there, there, there was a lot more ability for both obviously quality, but also maybe lower quality or just kind of off the beaten path, sort of long tail stuff that came out that somehow, you know, because so much content came out in the eighties and the era of VHS and all this other stuff that, there's, there's so much to draw from that they seem to feel the need to go back and bring some of these things back. Do you, do you feel like that at all? Cause I, I, no, no. I, I think don't it's... feel like the eighties did that in terms of going back to the sixties. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there was a lot of, I don't want to say original cause it was probably based on books and, and, and comic books and things like that. But there was, I feel like there was a lot of original movies that are now getting remade now. You know what I mean? Like I don't remember seeing yeah. that happening or feeling like that was happening as much in the in in that time period for us. Star
0: Trek: The Next Generation. Um, I I don't think it's a matter of but that built
1: on top of Star Trek. It, it wasn't did, trying to redo it. it you know it what was, I mean? Well,
0: it was in a way. It was it was supposed to be that that generation Star Trek, and it was. And it, it's a it's a different way of doing it, but it's building on top of that. But it's also kind of it's giving you like the polished version polished and gussied up version of star trek Mm. it was it was to capitalize on the star trek name because there was at that point you'd had the movies with with the og cast you had trekkie conventions and there was a they figured we can market this and that's all it comes down to it's just i mean it's money and it's 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 that age-old struggle between the artistic and business the people who are in business just want to they they draw me money you know that's that is it that is in a nutshell that is it and as someone who has who has been in bands for for a long time now and and has you know has been in charge of booking said bands in venues I have to understand both sides of that yeah like yeah I've got an artistic vision yeah I've got something I want to do and but I also have to understand like the the bar owner the 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 club owner does does or does not care to a certain degree about that there are Mm -hmm. some that care more about the artsy fartsy stuff but bottom line they need to make x number of dollars in their ledger Mm -hmm. in order to stay open right and that's got to be their primary concern and i respect that Mm -hmm. i get it and there's and there's there are musicians and artists who don't either get it or don't respect that but it's like hey that's that's your thing, man. But I mean, mm. it's, everyone has their, their own way of approaching this. And it's understanding that. And I, for stuff like this, yeah, it's, it's about being pre-sold it. That's totally what I think it is. And, and it's also just the, the idea of, of thinking back to when you were a kid and that everything was so much better, mm-hmm. you know, it's just the way it is. Like, yeah, you, you but the thing is like, we're not seeing stuff that's coming out now, or in the past ten years, fifteen, twenty wow. years, with the same eyes as we did when we were kids, because yeah. I I have a lot of nostalgia and warm feelings for like GI Joe, for Transformers, all that stuff. But you know what that was? It was about selling toys. That's the total reason why we got the the GI Joe comics and the Transformer comics. Which honestly, if you if you want to make an argument about you know good art, like. the 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 original gi joe run um and uh with larry larry ham i think is the was the main creative force behind that and then the transformers original run in comics where by the end of the first by by the end of the fourth comic optimus prime is dead in the comics Mm. crazy you know and and you know, in the comics, they had they had a, a comic book that was entirely silent, like there was no dialogue because it was all from uh snake eyes perspective, you know, mm. like some cool art stuff like go back and read those if you're at all interested, as opposed to like the TV shows. But it was all about selling
1: toys. Well, sure. Yes. But, but Transformers as a concept was but new. it was already it, not star really wars it, as a concept was new not really so the transformers
0: were basically like they were already toys that were in place that they brought from japan and they assembled the ones that they kind of thought were cool and just made up names and stuff for them like they were pre-existing properties that they're like hey we can package these and sell them in america because they were they were selling in japan you know star wars yeah it's original in a way but it's the hero's journey and it's like all of those old serial sci-fi, you know, Buck Rogers, Flash Gordon, you know, mm. movies that George Lucas loved when he was growing up. It's kind of the same sort of thing. It's repackaged and it's gussied up and it's, yeah. it's original well, air, air quotes in in that. But it's it's still about making money. In a way, even even George Lucas, like, because sure. he knew that he
1: needed to make a certain amount of money to make the other movies. Sure, you know, no, and, and, so and, and, that's what I, I don't think. disagree with that. You know, yeah. I, I I get it, but I w- I guess what I'm thinking is, yeah, all new stuff is not truly new. It is it is derivative or, or based on something else. However, you know, Star Wars. If if I go back in time, right, Star Wars wasn't a thing in the '60s. Transformers wasn't a thing in the '60s. GI Joe might've been, or, you know, I I think I remember hearing there might've been some like GI Joe like characters, but not the way it was being done, um, in the eighties, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know, Marvel was around, but, you know, had, had evolved, I think, or, or created new characters. It just, it feels like, and and like you said, I'm probably, and, and it is a bias of my time, um, you know, growing up and thinking, you know, like, I was growing up during a time of something unique. But when I look back now, what is really, truly unique? I mean, the things that seem unique to me, like at one point M night Shyamalan, right. Seemed like a unique storyteller, unique stories that he was trying to tell. Um, you know, looking at, um, his name is escaping me. He did Nope last year. Um, Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele. Right. Um, he is someone I would look at and say, okay, he's trying to create some original, you know, some original content. Yes. It's derivative of twilight zone and has that sort of twisty sort of thing going on. But at least it's a story that I'm going into the theater, not knowing where it's all going. You know what I mean? Teenage yeah, Ninja yeah. Turtles. I can kind of tell you where that's going to go because I'm familiar with the framework of, of the, of the genre or the, the brand. Oh, totally. That's yeah. the thing that I'm trying is- to say is like, I just, I feel like now, there's, there's this almost inherent laziness or, or this kind of inability to kind of create new content because I don't know if they've just tapped all the, all the stories from, you know, from past times. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I know I'm not hundred percent right on this, um, but I'm just saying there's just a feel to like, as we are going through this list and seeing how many things are being redone, it just feels like there's just not a lot of, I don't know, new, new stories kind of being told. Yeah. True. And by the way, everybody
0: stay off of Tim's lawn. Please.
1: I'd appreciate that. Uh, what's your number five now that we, uh, now, now that I did my job in taking us way off the, uh, the free range here.
0: Well, I'm going to go with another one. That's a bit of a nostalgia grab. Uh, and I'm going to call this one, it's a me, a piece of crap. Uh, the super Mario brothers movie, uh, because, uh, you know, someone saw that Chris Pratt did a, a movie about toys and was like, Hey, let's have him do this. Um, uh, Once again, continuing the fine tradition of pissing off your core fan base by changing things that don't need to be changed before the thing even gets a trailer that was pioneered by Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, You know, they they had Chris Pratt voicing Mario, which everyone's like, no, it's this other dude who always did the voice work. And it's not even a matter of like, well, he doesn't look like him. Well, it's it's all voice work. And they just didn't because you got to have a name to sell the thing. I just think it's a, it's kind of a, a lame idea. And I, yeah. I can't imagine seeing this, mostly because I didn't have a Nintendo growing up. I had Atari, and then uh, I I kind of missed out on Nintendo. I don't know. Maybe just my folks didn't have the, have the cash to get me one or whatever, but um, I kind of missed really out on that.
1: Uncle in angling for that Yars Revenge, the movie.
0: I'm thinking more... Um, well, no, I shouldn't Pitfall, even say... the movie. Pitfall, I would watch that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs>
1: The sound effects on that stuff are phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I've got that stuck in my head forever
0: now because sometimes (laughs) you'd have to swing back and all that. Um, But, yeah, this this just looks like it's going to be kind of – it's going to be – it's one of those things where you can't – you know you, it, it well it'll be a lot like my next my next one so i won't give away the whole thing there but you're you've already you've already made people angry cuz you changed something and now um. they're they're bringing out the pitchforks and you don't have time to change it it's like they they changed sonic the hedgehog when that came out cuz they're like it don't look like sonic and then yeah. they went back and redid they like reanimated the character for the whole mm. movie which i must have cost them a couple bucks uh, but you can't do that now cuz you're not yanking out chris pratt's voice and putting in someone else so yep. You got a whole bunch of folks who are going to be ticked off. Oh, well. Agreed.
1: What do you got for number four? Well, this is where I kind of uh, go off the reservation a little bit. Uh, I call this the DC Dead Zone. Uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom, and Blue Beetle. Yes. Uh, just uh, DC movies, and I'm just not into DC movies, so I'm not going to hand over the money and uh, waste you know, the the combined six or so hours of of that that time uh to watch those films. So not 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 anticipating those and uh no. As you and I have have done time and time and time again, uh DC is just uh just a mess and and I don't know if uh the the incoming uh, regime is is going to turn the ship around or not, but uh, uh, I I'm actually kind of surprised to see Aquaman because I thought with all the changes that have been announced that they were going to reboot a lot of uh, what they've been doing with with oh, they new are. actors that's, and characters. So that's why to me like Dead Zone is a is a good one for this. I've I, I appreciate
0: I I'm more am in line with Dead Man Walking. Yeah, because yeah. James Gunn's coming in and we already big changes are coming i, I think the only Indeed. thing that you're not going to see cha- uh, see changed is the suicide squad and peacemaker because well james gunn did those so those are his binkies so you're you're not going to see much change cast wise or anything there but everything else is up for grabs we already uh, one thing we know for certain henry cavill is out as superman he ain't yeah. coming back
1: right right
0: it's and everything else is kind of varying shades of rumor but one of those rumors is that uh, Jason Momoa isn't going to be coming back as Aquaman mm-hmm. after this flick. He's going to be—they're uh, going to move him over to be a new character, or a different character, I should say, uh, called Lobo, which fits what he looks like, anyways, right mm-hmm. to a T. Um, we do know that the the Patty Jenkins uh, Wonder Woman three, as it was pitched and kind of like in the schedule, is already dead. Like they're not doing that movie the way it was, the way that she proposed it. So if everything is getting redone what the hell is the point of even watching these movies like these are movies that are going to be for a universe that doesn't that's not going to exist in its current form like why would you even bother going and paying the money to see these movies because if they if they look like they're heading anywhere chances are they're not heading there anymore yeah it's it's the absolute craziest thing right now where they're trying to reboot this in midstream and you have movies that are already made and it's not like they can just shelve these you can't just shelve Aquaman like there's so much money invested in that it's not like like Batgirl where yeah. they shelved it and they they ate a hundred million dollars in costs like Aquaman costs way more than that <laughs> and and you're you're on the hook for it you know they've got to try and make something out of these.
1: Maybe but the lost man. kingdom is apropos.
0: I mean, and the fact that you've got the whole Amber Heard thing, where they've already cut mm. her part down to probably like she'll be lucky if they if they, she's included in a wide shot in a crowd at this yeah. point.
1: Is is the rock out as oh, Black Adam now too? Well,
0: yeah, and that's the other thing they have said is that apparently in the first phase of whatever they're going to do, that Black Adam is is not going to play a part, and it's like, so you're you've gotten rid of, you know, Cavill, and now. Dwayne Johnson's out who I mean granted this uh, you know whatever however people feel about his acting, the dude brings the bank yeah when he makes a movie. And you know now you're you're rebooting this whole thing. So all these movies that you have coming out, who knows? I mean, Blue Beetle might be the one that survives just because it doesn't have any connective tissue to anything, but mm. who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I why would I why why watch these movies? At all, like everything's going to change, I don't and know. and you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if they say, "Oh yeah, these movies have no connection going forward," then you're going to short the box office. If you say, mm. "Well, we're going to tie them in somehow," there's still going to be people who are going to be pissed off and not and, and not see the movies because they are they they know that the movies so far have kind of been crap. Yeah, you know it's oh it's it, it, ridiculous how badly DC has managed to mismanage this whole thing. Makes makes Bob Chapek's term in as a you know Chappie's term as Disney CEO look like a roaring success by comparison. Yes. yes but i would agree what is your number four sir (laughs) uh i'm gonna call this one smells like mortal engines uh dungeons and dragons honor among thieves (laughs) get that Uh, 20 sided dice out baby here we go oh my gosh uh lots of names lots of special effects but it's probably going to fall flat because it's a niche adaptation that general audiences don't either know about or care about and the core audience is going to be pissed off sort of like Mario Brothers uh, because someone's sword is the wrong shape and someone's <laughs> tunic is the wrong color I just don't I don't see how this is going to work out I really don't I you know I know that yeah. D&D is is much more widespread now than it was I mean I, I remember kind of dipping my toe in playing you know Dungeons and Dragons back when I was in like elementary school and stuff like that mm-hmm. I know it's I know it's a thing I know there's a there's a whole subculture for it but man i i don't know how much of a general audience you're going to get with this even with chris pine and i mean i forget who else they've got they've got names for this yeah they've got some serious you know name power going for this and they've spent a couple bucks on this flick i just don't know that you're going to get a lot of people saying hey let's go check out the dungeons and dragons movie i i just don't see it maybe i'm maybe my you know My, maybe my fingers are way off the pulse, I guess, but
1: I'm a little on the fence with it. I, being a fan of, of kind of the, the RPG, you know, kind of, you know, realm and, you know, Dungeons and Dragons is, you know, one of the top brands in, in, in role-playing games. Um, You know, to, to me, what, what, what has always made those sessions fun for, for people who. Uh, have delved into it is, is just the, you know, the camaraderie, the friendship, the the fun you have as, as someone, you know, kind of tells the story and, and has everyone kind of go through, um, you know, a, a journey, you know, of sorts, as much as it's, you know, kind of mental and, and, um, you know, just through that storytelling process. So it's kind of interesting to me that they're translating it onto the screen. The thing that I kind of question or wonder is, and, and I'm not familiar enough with d d to know this, is if any of the characters that they have in the movie are, you know, really from that, um, from that brand, like, you know, there there may be some, some popular villains or popular heroes or anything like that. Like, are, are they drawing from any of that or are they really just, I mean, what's really funny is this could really just be like sort of a medieval with some magic thrown in, you know, almost like Lord of the Rings, this short sort of thing, but just, you know, you slap d d on as, as kind of the, the brand and, and see who shows up to watch it, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's what I kind of find kind of interesting with it. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of, uh, or, or, or what concerns me a little bit about it, but I do find it interesting um, to see how they kind of, you know, take what is really just been kind of a concept of uh you know people getting together to play you know missions and 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 you know kind of journeys and things like that and kind of try to turn it into a movie but i don't know that it's really going to resonate you know it's it it is such a niche sort of area and and i don't know in this day and age of you know online ma- you know open world uh massive i think they call them mmorpgs uh but but you know video games have kind of supplanted you know and have become the new realm that that folks you know especially now where you can connect so so easily um so i'm i'm, I'm just not sure it's going to resonate the same way but i i am curious i am curious so uh, but i i understand why you, this would not be an anticipated item for you sir because it it does bear some questions oh certainly um
0: wow how did this happen what so they're saying the budget is approximately 45 million. That wow. doesn't feel right.
1: Wow. Really?
0: That does not feel right at all because I mean Chris Pine and Hugh Grant ain't doing this movie for like nothing. I mean they've they've got I I don't see that as that's got to be wrong. I I didn't see it on IMDb um and I just got that that came off of The biranchi I who knows what the friggin what that is, but anyways, I I, whatever, however much it costs, I I'm not looking forward to seeing it. I I won't be venturing to the theater for it. Let's just put it that way. What do you got at number three?
1: Uh, well, I cast aside the 20-sided dice and uh, move forward into uh, basically uh, the Lost King movie where I basically say, you silly English knigget. Um <laughs> Once again, proving that just because there's a the true story behind a movie uh, doesn't mean one should make a movie about it. Um, this, I believe, was... Uh, actually, I, I don't have the page open in front, but this was a um, movie that... Uh, sorry. Can you give me a second to just find it?
0: I was hoping it was a Knight Rider pre, uh, like a. Sadly, no. Prequel or something. Damn. Oh well. Can't sorry, get. i trying Can't to find get what f- you want.
1: Trying to find the. Uh,
0: well, if you took off your chainmail gloves, you could probably type a little bit better.
1: I, I probably could. I Probably could. <laughs> Where the heck did it go? I don't know. Uh, well, this is embarrassing. Okay, there it is. That's <laughs> yeah, under John Wick Chapter 4. Oh, um, okay. Well, of course. Oh, plot inspired by the true story of finding British monarch King Richard III's remains under a Leicester car park is what the description uh is uh described as. So, I <laughs> um I don't know. I, I saw this and said, well, uh, it's great. This is kind of based on a real story. I don't know that I really care. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know, just didn't seem like something that folks would be uh, into. So I, I put this as a least anticipated uh, movie. True.
0: Yeah, I can't say that I'm looking forward to that at all. And I'm probably going to forget about it as soon as I go into my next movie.
1: Uh, I, I did, uh, in my description, write, um, you know, it just because there's a true story doesn't mean you need to make a movie about it. Otherwise, I wrote Uncle Todd and I could have made a fortune on the adventures at
0: Lilac Lane. Yeah, unfortunately, the statute of limitations on some of that stuff has not expired yet.
1: So we <laughs> can't divulge
0: some <laughs> things that happened. <laughs>
1: Uh, but there was Believe a Christmas tree with beer cans all over it. I do remember yeah, that, that.
0: That's, that's a pretty mundane part. I think some of the other stuff we have to wait another five or six years before we, uh, can't get bagged on it. Uh, that so, one yeah. time I, that one time I woke up and there was a goat walking out of Tim's room was very interesting. <laughs> Come on now. Jeez. I didn't know you could get a, I didn't know you could get a pink thong in goat size either. That was oh, the weird d- part. Good Lord. Anyways. It's not so bad.
1: Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> and you're number three, sir.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to call this one. The Butler shouldn't have done it. Um, Plane, yes, no. <laughs> that's the title of the movie, and I, <laughs> I actually watched <laughs> the the trailer for this. And oh, uh, again, we we need to pass the hat for Gerard Butler, or maybe it's just at this point where he's I don't know what's going on. This just is so generic it really is yeah i i had to i had to really think for a while like did i just get trolled is that like an uh you know an onion av club like fake trailer no this is a real movie it's it's happening and uh yeah so the plane ends up crashing the whole crew gets the whole passengers get kidnapped and then there's this guy who you know, is seems like a bad guy, but he's you know he's not. And you know him and I guess the pilot Gerard Butler are special forces. Or, they're both badasses, and then they manage to somehow the plane that crashed. They fix it well enough that they can take off from this island. And yeah, uh, it seems so stupid. It really just it, yeah. You can smell the stupid through your computer screen. That's that's how that's how bad it smells. Um, but yeah, no, no way, no how. Uh uh-uh, uh, you ain't getting my money. I will light it on fire in the parking lot before, yeah. before I before I plunk it down for this movie. Thank you, move. Thank you. Please come again.
1: Looking forward to next year when they do train. The it's got to be coming that, where they do. You know, maglev train. I mean, we
0: already had ambulance.
1: Oh, there I, was bullet train. Brad Pitt exactly we're, so now we're just
0: we're not even trying to come up with titles anymore it's like going you know, around
1: to all forms of transportation
0: it's just you point at it and you're like that could be a movie uh, really police car yeah <laughs> exactly dump <laughs> truck <laughs> oh, oh boy. boy what do you got at number two sir we're, we're almost through here
1: I loaded this one up.
0: Five hours later.
1: (sighs) Loaded this one up. The sequels, no one wants or deserves. So Uh, I'm going through this. Fast 10, Magic Mike's (laughs) Last Dance, Transformers, Rise of the Beast. (laughs) We already talked about Scream 6, The Expendables 4, and as I aforementioned Saw 4 with uh, my little description here of some Ten. What did saw I 10. Say? You said Saw 4. Oh, I was looking at The Expendables. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Saw 10. Uh, some accountant must have been able to prove money could be drawn from yet another round of each of these franchises, and I don't know how that's even possible. Um, but yeah, Ugh. apparently we're, we're going to the well once again, ladies and gentlemen. But the fact that we have one, two, three, four, five, six of these movies uh, just is, oh my goodness gracious. I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic
0: about uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. I'm right. cautiously optimistic i am i'm not going to see it in the theater I'll, i will stream that the rest of these i will not stream expendables like seriously i haven't seen okay. any of the expendables uh I, I mean are we are we at a point now where sly is pushing 70 like it's time yeah to call it it's okay yeah. it's all right uh but of course yeah F- fast and furious who, who who would have ever predicted watching the first one which i mean the first fast and furious
1: the it's nine not more high,
0: would follow. I know it's not high cinema, you know, it, by any means. But it was a fun little yarn. It was a fun movie. Didn't need nine sequels, really, really, yeah. really yeah. didn't. And a spinoff. I don't know if that's counted in the in the count here, but you know, the Rock had to get in on that action.
1: Of course, uh, of, of course.
0: The the most shocking
1: of all these is a Magic Mike, <laughs> yeah, freaking sequel. Yeah. Because what? you know, some someone's going to show up to that apparently. So, well, I mean, hey, not me. Uh, if the dude's still in shape, I guess you draw that money. Uh huh. And then Saw Ten crowd. is just—I mean, that that's just crazy to me. That's just.
0: Well, they, again, that's the whole horror movie thing. Like that—that was their thing. Like they were just going to churn those out like once every. they were going to bang those out once a year. That was the original was, plan. Though, I get it, but
1: ugh. now I've never seen any of these movies. I'm. It's not. Horror is not my thing, but but what kind of drew me to at least reading the the synopses of the first three was I thought it had an interesting story to it, you know, with with a character with a, you know, where where it's not just kind of your your paper thin villain. Um, it's it's the Thanos kind of villain where there's a bit of depth to um, the actions being taken and kind of what led to certain things, you know, happening and so on and so forth. So the first three of them, I kind of get because there was an arc that was told, but then after that, it was just, it, it just continued to be ridiculous. It was just, you know, more, more of the same. And, you know, once again, it's that whole thing of you're, you're just going back to the well, you're not coming up with an original story. You're just, you know, it's like, I, I just wish, these things could happen and then you just leave them behind and, and they are what they are you know uh, yep yeah so I put that as number two because uh, I figured it was apropos to group all the sequels together what is your number two sir
0: so just a just a quick follow up because I, I was curious about this the Saw franchise has grossed more than one billion dollars interesting and I'm going to guess those movies did not cost a ton to make I don't think so uh for me number two uh i'm gonna call this one even m night knows better than to give away the twist in the trailer and this one goes for 65 um which uh, i'm guessing there's another twist adam driver yes ah okay Uh, i mean i'm guessing there's another twist in here somewhere but once you've given me the lame-ass title and already tried to be too clever with the premise i really just don't care I really don't <laughs> care like they give it away right in the like because I'm I'm like 65 what what the hell is all right I'll watch the trailer that. Age. <laughs> yeah uh but you know and this Adam idea Jager's should have been retiring retired, but it was it you know so you find out like in the in the trailer like oh he's crash landed on earth and oh. but it's earth 65 million years in the past uh-huh. okay fine w- whatever. Interesting, and it's like him and 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 this uh, I think it's a little girl, and he has to do some I don't know, but I'm like this just seems like it's trying to be too cool for school, and uh-huh. it's not it's not my jammy jam. So next,
1: the show on NBC called La Brea, which is basically doing the same thing.
0: Ah, well, there I mean,
1: you go. I I don't want to say the same thing. It, it's different, but it's it's the same concept. Things going on in present day, and then there's like a portal to go back to like 65 million whatever. So.
0: Hmm. Sounds like Land of the Lost.
1: Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. All right, sir. What is your least
0: anticipated movie of 2023?
1: Well, I saw the trailer for it uh, when I went <laughs> to see Avatar over the holidays, and uh, I was just literally said, why? Oh, sweet Moses, why? I know I've been saying why a lot tonight, but this one takes the cake. Uh, apparently, someone decided that they needed to make a Barbie movie. Yep. And uh, to me, uh, my byline here is this feels like a movie that should have been made during this brand's boom years. Now, maybe I'm just way out of sync with culture and popular, you know, pop culture and that sort of thing. But I don't know that Barbie's a big deal at this point. And uh, I'm just kind of like, who who wanted this? Why? Where? How? When? Uh, As a
0: as a as a father of a daughter, I can assure you, Barbie. Ain't never gone away. Okay. Um, right. There's well, been just there's been a bunch of like TV shows and stuff like that, and stay and off my front yard. Straight to DVD movies and yeah, it's it's still around, man. So I mean, wow, they're still selling toys, and if you, you, can, you can get a couple people to buy in on this, now I mean, it's got Margot Robbie in it, and what Ryan Gosling? Yes. I mean, the trailer did not sell me any further on it, though. I was just kind of well, like. I Holy mean, moly. let's be honest. I mean, it would be kind of creepy if it did. You're- <laughs>
1: you're, yes, you're it a man would, but your I'm 40s. just saying. As if the point of a trailer is to get both fans and non-fans hooked yes. so you make the most money as we've been talking about yeah I'm just I, saying, would have I don't think you're the, the better job
0: I don't think you're the demographic for this I movie. I am
1: nowhere near the demographic <laughs>
0: you you own a macho man Randy Savage cream of the crop cream sweater of the crop <laughs> that's not the demographic for the Barbie movie <laughs>
1: it's just not <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that is my number one. Uh, not interested, not anticipating it. And uh, quite honestly, I'm not going to be shocked when I read, oh, the Barbie movie didn't do well. It's like, oh, that's kind of what I figured. So. Or it
0: makes more money than Avatar 2. Who knows? Uh, I don't know about that.
1: But yeah, true, it's
0: probably not going
1: to. And uh, you, sir, what is your number one? <laughs> oh i'm gonna call this one here's the one that needs killing i'm Uh just reading your description and saw the last two like sentences or or the the end of your sentence there and i'm just laughing sorry go ahead
0: this one is the flash And this movie also doubles as reason 5,683 of why I can't take the new D.C. regime seriously, because of all their properties to keep alive, they decided to stick with the one helmed by Ezra Miller, the one man (laughs) crime wave. (laughs) Well done. Well said, sir. How in the hell? I mean, everything else is getting, getting poop canned, but this is the one movie that seems like it's safe, which makes me wonder what sort mm. of information Ezra has on the, <laughs> on the execs at DC. <laughs> like, there's, oh, I, I don't boy. get it. Like, yeah. I really don't get it. And, and, and I'm not saying, like, you know what? I hope Ezra Miller it seems like things have been quiet for a while. We haven't heard him, he hasn't been in the news. So maybe he's, things are getting back to, but this dude, at best, at best, okay, mm. is troubled. Yeah, has issues, and and needs some help getting his life into order. Uh-huh. At worst, he's a trash human being, and yeah. and yes, I'm willing to say that of of when it sounds like you're 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 going after you know you've violence towards kids and you're shady and all like yeah, I'm willing to say that. Um, I I. I just don't get why this is the thing that's safe because again, now we're this movie again, who knows what this is going to be going forward. It's another one of the the dead man walking movies. Like this could just be mm. the end. This was going to feature, uh, I think Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck in cameos as Batman. Um, you're going to have wonder woman, Superman, those two cameos. We know, I, I believe, it's official that the Superman and Wonder Woman cameos have been taken out of this movie, which doesn't bode well. I mean, we know that Cavill ain't coming back, but now apparently they've they've taken out Wonder Woman too. So who knows where yeah. Gal Gadot is, is these days? Yeah. But again, of all the movie, of all the guys who who seem to be safe in their job, like this dude who is like. Even if, even if he, I mean, granted, I, and I do, I, I'm, 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 I'm hoping for redemption for people who are, who have screwed up and all that, and that they'll straighten out and and become productive members of society. And that's what I'm hoping when, hoping. For, I, I, wish that happened more often when people go to prison. I wish that we did better job at actually rehabilitating human beings so that they can they can become part of a successful part of society. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's that's what I hope for. Right. Right. However. The rules are a little bit different when you're, when you're in charge of, like, millions and billions of dollars in movies and franchises and all this. Like, I get that the dude deserves a chance to straighten his life out, but do you, he's also, like, a walking PR potential time bomb. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, he has not demonstrated that he's, you know, except for a few months here, that he can not do something stupid. Yep. But yet, this is the guy who seems like he's got job security coming out his ears. I don't get it. Yeah, I really don't get it. But here we Fair are. Enough. Fair enough, you know. Enough. But then again, what do I understand that DC is doing these days? Um, nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. I don't yeah. understand any of it. But hey, you know, no one's asked me to uh, to helm a cin- cinematic universe, so they should, I guess. You know, uh, I I got to be honest, dude. Like even if the, even if someone did come to me with like a Godfather offer, I don't know that I would take it. Like, this seems like it's such an absolute just (laughs) monkey poo fight. I don't know what what you do with this. Monkey poo. (laughs) I mean, my gosh. Uh, 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 I I don't know. I'm not sure, like, uh... there's any chance of success for this thing. But, yeah, I am not looking forward to The Flash. I will not be going to see The Flash. Mm. I will more than likely never stream the movie Mm. uh, because who knows if this is going to tie into anything and if it's worth wasting two hours of your life on. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, there it is, folks. Twenty or well, in you Tim's case, you like would, you needed it, but there it is. Like twenty-five <laughs> movies in Tim's list uh, uh, alone. I I was stuck with eleven. He but he was all uppity. But he has compressed them all into one block, and that just counts as one. Whatever. wow I um,
1: think you're
0: leading on the tangent
1: count, but anyways.
0: But there you go. We we sorted through all this so that you don't have to. So here are your movies to avoid this year, or mm. at least the ones that we are going to avoid. Uh, and there you have it from your movie experts. Indeed. I can't, even, I can't even keep a straight face after that one.
1: Cream of the crop. Ooh, yeah. And another thing.
0: All right, sir. What have you got for And Another Thing this episode?
1: My And Another Thing uh, actually is uh, this goes back to August uh, when uh, the family took a trip to D.C. and uh, we frequented a wonderful gaming store uh, there called The Labyrinth. uh, And there I purchased uh, the core set of Star Wars X-Wing 2nd Edition tabletop game. This is a dogfighting game uh, that you can play, you know, kind of on your tabletop um, and, and done in a way that's, uh, you know, really interesting. And, and I've had a lot of fun playing it with my sons. We played it several times over the, the holiday break. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, just, just kind of wanted to, to bring that to the forefront and just say, if you are looking for, uh, now I, I do want to say it, it, I don't want to make it sound like it, it is a completely simple game there 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 is a bit of complexity to it but uh as we did we just kind of went through and played a few rounds and once you get a sense of the mechanics of it which i think is true of any game um i think there's a a mechanics learning period uh that you go through um once you get there though it is it is a lot of fun and the added bonus is um the ships are all kind of like miniatures so uh in a way there's a little bit of a collectible sort of um uh, element to it, um, so we have uh, over the holidays we got a set of Tie Fighters, uh, we got a Razor Crest uh, a la the Mandalorian, uh, we have an X Wing, and uh, next on tap is uh, looking for the Millennium Falcon. So, um, looking forward to doing that. But we we had a lot of fun playing it. And uh, it's 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 just a uh, if you're a fan of of the franchise, if you are looking for something, uh, you know, probably for this is for older kids, probably teenagers into college aged, uh, you, you know, to to just uh, sit down and have some fun and and just kind of uh, do dogfighting in a way that's not a video game, but is is still interesting, and you have to employ some strategy in terms of of uh, pitting your squad against your opponents. So, uh, I, I will report that my sons as, uh, the razor crest and the X-wing, uh, obliterated my, my squad of TIE fighters. So, uh, I, I will admit that much,
0: but how many times have you turned over the table?
1: And uh anger. zero actually. Wow. That's impressive. Good for you. Absolutely. I and and reason being because it was just wonderful sitting with my two sons and doing something where we weren't on the computer or, <laughs> or watching a movie. So it was just, it was nice. We had, well, had, it, had some it, good laughs and, and and really. And you had enjoyed that it. bottle
0: of Uncle Nearest right next to you. So that I kept did things not, nice and
1: um. no. <laughs> not a time for that, my friend. Not a time for that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, Star Wars X Wing Second Edition tabletop game. Uh, if you're interested in that sort of thing, check it out.
0: Very nice, very nice, sir. Well, for me, I, I decided to stick with a the movie theme, and uh, my my and another thing is the movie Red from 2010, uh, starring a, a, a very heavy hitting cast. Wow! And the funny thing is, we we were looking for a movie last night to watch, and this just sort of caught all of our you know, collective palettes in just the right spot. Cause it was like, okay. And I've, I own, I own this movie. So I've seen it multiple times, but I, Kim had never uh, seen it. And my, my daughter had never seen it. So I was like, oh, okay, well let's, let's watch it. And uh, it was, it's a fun flick, man. Uh, you know, Bruce Willis, <sighs> I mean, not the greatest thespian at, at, at the best of times, but he, he does a serviceable job. He does what he needs to do. Everyone else in this movie, just chewing scenery. Chewing scenery, Helen Mirren, Morgan Freeman, John Malkovich, Mary Louise Parker, Carl Urban, Brian Cox, and my favorite, uh, an, an appearance by the one and only Ernest Borgnine, uh, who is, to me, just always goes hard in every movie he's in. It's just, <laughs> it's great. I just, I, <laughs> fond memories of watching him in Air, Airwolf growing up. And Indeed. uh but uh, just a fun flick, man. Uh, it moves right along, very stylish, kind of has a little bit of a Guy Ritchie sort of vibe to it mm. uh, in the way that it's kind of done. And uh, I just I I really enjoy the movie. Again, it won't ever be uh, in anyone's like top 10 greatest uh, films of all time, but it's, it's just a fun yarn. You know, nice,
1: nice. I'll have to check it out. I've never seen it
0: you should and uh i think we're gonna watch the sequel and actually the funny thing is it is based off of a uh, a dc property i don't know if it's a graphic oh, wow. novel or a comic interesting. book. Interesting. but red stands for retired extremely dangerous <laughs> so all <laughs> oh, of the, the characters are these retired cia operatives interesting and so when they've been retired they they, they still keep tabs on them because they are retired but they are extremely dangerous like these are people who who or, you know, badass is their job. They're just too old to do the job anymore. But layeth the
1: smack of down, exactly. Nice, nice. So there you have it. Very nice.
0: Well, that is about it, folks. It's time for us to uh, to pack on up and uh, do whatever it is that we normally should be doing that we're probably still not going to do anyways in our professional lives. Uh, so I'm speaking for myself. Uh, the man they call Tim is a very diligent worker. Uh, who always gets his work done me. I'm just a slacker with uh, delusions of grandeur. So, but that being said, it's time for us to to shut this thing down. So thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed, what the hell's wrong with you? It's very simple. Here, I'll I'll lay it out for you. You go to freerangeadc.com. All of our episodes are right there. You can download whatever you'd like, or you can can subscribe right to the Podbean app. You can also find us on the Podbean purveyor of your choice uh, Podcast purveyor of your choice. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, all of them. Just go ahead and search for free range ADC. You'll find us. Uh, we're also on the social medias uh, we love us some social medias mostly because we love us some us so you can find us on facebook we are on instagram we are on youtube all of those are at free range EDC. you can find all of our episodes on youtube as a matter of fact so you can subscribe that way you will find us on twitter but we're not active because elon locked us out so screw twitter once again i can't say it enough screw twitter um But if you have any questions, thoughts, or concerns, we would welcome those, and you can send all of those to Tim at freerangeidc.com, and he will respond forthwith, if not sooner, with any, uh, tell us any show ideas that you have, things that you like us to talk about, interesting things that you'd like to point out, all of those things, and of course, outright bribery is always welcomed in that inbox. So feel free, send in those messages, and, uh, and Tim will get back to you. Now, we've come to the time of the show where finally... I stop yammering and hand this over to the less idiotic of the two idiots who run this show, but not before, not before. I ask the second most important question in all of human history. The first, of course, being what is hip? The second of all being, what did we learn this
1: episode? Uh, We've learned the following, my friend. Uh Uh, We've learned that uh, when Free Range EDC goes on a holiday break, we come back with more tangents than you can shake a stick at. Mm. How did that ever happen? Because I can shake a stick at a whole lot of things. (laughs) Like, it's not that difficult. (laughs) Maybe that's actually the point. It's almost like uh, if, if tangents could be like bats or something like that, like, yeah, you know, you know those, those bats in the cave and they start flying around you're just uh, shaking the stick at it, like, get out of here, you know, stop it. <laughs> if tangents were dollars, I'd be making it rain. Oh, you would. You would, sir. You would, <laughs> sir. We've also learned uh, that uh, the man they call Tim and Uncle Todd, uh, this year's gift exchange, very, very spirited and and well done and uh, mm. looking forward to uh, future gift exchanges and the tomfoolery and ballyhoo that will take place yes yeah, no, no, no. uh we've also learned speaking of ballyhoo that voodoo ballyhoo is going to be uncle todd's uh, band's next ty- uh next name uh yes i'm I've, thinking I, that's I think gotta people, be
0: like a that's gotta be a metal sort of thing i
1: I'd, I'd, I'd like to get a percentage of 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 the gate if possible if uh, that takes off so <laughs> what you need is a manager <laughs> Management. That's what you need. Uh, Yes, and uh, and you know we are starting a new year, but as uh, we have analyzed and uh, discussed and. Uh, and, and, probably, uh, gone off on a few tangents here, there and everywhere, uh, no. this year, uh, some, some movies of interest, some, some movies of anticipation and, uh, clearly from our top 10 or top 24, however you want to look at it, uh, we have identified, uh, some that are, are ho-hum, le, not quite anticipated and, and a little, uh, heh. And some so, that are just ho. Yes, indeed.
0: Indeed. As in, just make that money. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. Hey, you know what? (laughs) You were thinking it. I just (sighs) said it. Well... Where's the godfather when you need him?
1: <laughs> whoa, 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 player. Uh, <laughs> well, with all that being said, uh, as we like to close things out and as we embark upon yet another year, uh, be safe, be healthy, be kind, be good to one another, please. For the love of Pete, be good to one <laughs> another. Uh, and uh, as, as is our, our habit and as resolutions are being made uh, this year, please, uh, may we be good about turning the lights out. It's like I took the wrong week to quit drinking. I beg your pardon. What did you say? I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. Hey Farva, what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the goofy shit on the walls and the mozzarella sticks? You mean shenanigans? No. Oh. Oh. You gotta watch shenanigans, right? Put those away. You're such a disappointing pair. I prayed so hard for you.
0: Did you give me my cheese wheels, boy?
1: Get out and don't come back until you've redeemed yourselves. So say we all. So say we all. Well,
0: I didn't think you had it in you.
1: I'm your huckleberry. Why, Johnny Ringo, you look like somebody just walked over your grave.
0: Is it just me or when the whole like the it started getting into like the the tenth, the eleventh round of voting for speaker of the house? Oh god. Did you just did you did you have the bit in Tombstone come up where you just you see the picture of Kevin McCarthy and you just you hear Doc Holiday? I have not yet begun to defile myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it no, just but, me? But is it, it is apropos. Me? It is apropos, my friend. <laughs> At a certain point, I'm like, if we get beyond 20, maybe we just, maybe we do. We need to have a spelling contest to decide this. I was going to say
1: the, the 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 line that follows that, you know, let's have a spelling contest. It's like oh, Kevin versus Hakeem
0: <laughs> for the speakership. Spell. Can you hear it? Can I hear it in a sentence?
1: Oh, good Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> that is funny. The word is futility. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now get the hell out of here!